show. Obviously, you're not a golfer. What kind of beer do you like? Heineken! Fuck that shit! Pop, spoon, ribbon! You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. So what's the problem? I don't know. Money, 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 money! I drink your milkshake! I drink it up! Son of a bitch. Stole mine. You're a cantaloupe. <laughs> Boosters. Jamie! <laughs> I think we did a new a redo. <laughs> jingle All the Way. Redo. Wasn't well, there a Jingle All the Way 2? Yeah. That came out like it's a year different ago? wrestler. Yeah, it, was it? A, it was a WWE Films uh, yeah. release. <laughs> no. it was, Do you have uh, a whole collection of that? No, I don't have any of them. Wait, you have. Who, who is who well, I, I have No Holds Barred. Which was who took over before Arnie's character? I don't oh, know. Man. I didn't see it, but Larry the Cable Guy was the the lead. Oh, that's right. Ah, oh. is WWE really? Santino Morella was in there. Oh, okay. I don't know what he played, but WWE does some stuff that's not like wrestler related. Once in a while, like they did that horror movie Oculus. Yep. Like there, there isn't any wrestlers in there, right? I don't know. I never saw it. Uh, they I just saw came it out with one called very forgettable. Star. They just came out with one called Slight, and mm. uh, they did a promo for it on Monday Night Raw, and the uh, the announcer was reading the promo, and he described it as, well, first of all, he, he called it Slight, instead of Slight, it's like Slight of Hand, is what the, the title is, and then he described it as Gender Bending, <laughs> and then they showed the, the trailer for it immediately after, and in the trailer, they called it genre bending (laughs) (laughs) he's fucked everything up so so if you're thinking it's gender bending i don't i think that was just a a misread (laughs) most likely that's what live television for you all right well enough of wwe test test this is the test (laughs) (laughs) welcome back to wtm watch this movie i'm your host eric Mulder. It's another three-way today, as we have Mr. Alex Jones. How you doing? Mm. <laughs> Let him watch. Let him watch. And Mr. Wolfie T, what's going on? Wait for the wolf who should be coming directly. Do you remember... Uh, the wolf? Don't talk over my clip. Sorry. <laughs> forgot how fucking long it is. <laughs> I didn't want to end out the pause because I wanted to keep... The integrity of the audio scene intact. Uh, is Jericho, <laughs> is he still part of wrestling? Uh, he just uh, was injured severely. Uh, means he's on tour with his crappy band. With Fozzie, yeah. <laughs> they just put out a new uh, new single. I remember, what was it, Y2K? Y2J. Well, yeah, but <laughs> at, at the year 2000, he had yeah. his big intro. Yep. It was Y2K. And they still call him Y2J, even though it's 2017. <laughs> get, get over it, you know? You know what I'm saying? You, you better be careful. He might put you on the list of Jericho. I don't know what that is. 
You know what happens when people don't know what the list of Jericho is? You put on it. You just made the list. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was his shtick for the last like eight months. Was putting no. people on a list. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally putting people on a list. And you could buy. Were they all Jewish people? You could buy a replica list off wweshop.com. A replica <laughs> list. <laughs> well, it was it was uh, a what's it called? Not a fucking like a hard Oscar? thing to write on. Oh, scroll. A slate? No, not a slate. Uh, scroll. Not a scroll. So scroll is just paper. Fuck. <laughs> clipboard. It was a clipboard. Clipboard. And oh. then uh, some paper with the the list of Jericho logo on it. So you could write on it. Yeah. Create your own. You list? could make your own list of Jericho. <laughs> you go up to people and say, you know what happens to people who you know, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not. My, my dad's had a. You just made the list. <laughs> fascinating stuff guys <laughs> <laughs> well before i mean this is the first tangent already we haven't even started we haven't even mentioned bill and or ted i don't think there's any wrestlers in bill and ted uh, expert uh, brett i didn't i didn't see any that i recognize Denomalos, not <laughs> <laughs> he was probably before i before my time all right well we're doing it's a big one today double episode three-way double if that makes any sense. It's a triple-double. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure from 89 and Bogus Journey from 1991. That's right. Actually, it was Excellent Adventure 88? 89. 89-er. Um, we're not going to... This is a movie leftover, or I should say leftovers, plural. We're not going to be going through a whole plot synopsis because it's kind of pointless. Um, <laughs> we're, we're we're trying to you know keep it under three hours here so yeah <laughs> uh, but we'll give the general background of mr bill and ted uh first i'll ask you brett your first experiences with bill and ted um, i would ask alex but he just watched both of them in the past couple of months yeah so uh bill and ted's excellent adventure I uh, th- actually the first time I watched it start to finish was uh, last week, but I had seen it several times on TV, just like bits and pieces, and like I, I had probably seen the whole thing or ninety percent of it, just never all the way through from start to finish without commercials or anything like that. And then Bogus Journey, I probably saw the for the first time in high school. Um, and uh, I loved that one so much that I went and bought the DVD. And I've probably watched that at least a dozen times since then. Yeah. And it's fucking hilarious. So you watched the second one multiple times over the past X amount of years. Yep. And then never went back to the first one in all that time? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so are you still biased? I do still you, like the second like one better. Better? Okay. The first one's a little, uh, it's like sneaky uh, educational. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, almost irritating. <laughs> that fucking ending, I was like, let's pump the brakes a little bit on like school rules, guys. Like, it, just easy. Not as much as San Dimas High School football team. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> but yeah, the second one is just like, they're out of high school. And they're just trying to save the world and give their speech at the Battle of the Bands. And uh, 
plus death is in there and it's fucking yeah one of the funniest movies ever i saw both of these as a kid but kind of like brett i saw excellent adventure very rarely kind of bits and pieces here and there on tv i think i'd seen it all the way through but i was you know so young i didn't remember absolutely everything i mean in years since then i've revisited it but it also seemed like bogus journey got a lot more playtime in the 90s on tv i remember the cover specifically more than the first one in mm-hmm. video stores as a kid i never yeah. saw them up until the past couple of months but i remember bogus journey the poster more probably, actually, be, probably because of death though mm-hmm. being on there i don't know if i even knew that bogus journey existed until i i rented it in high school when I was doing my free blockbuster trial. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I put blockbuster out of business. I'll, yeah, I was just going to say, you were I'll the one who it. made them go under. Well, how, how I didn't make them go under. Them. I didn't make them give away a, a month for free with unlimited rentals. <laughs> God, you like, went through their whole inventory. Pretty much. But yeah, I, I don't think I knew that Bogus Journey was even a thing until I... I rented it. In the early '90s, we had we didn't have that many channels until like we got satellite like late '90s that type of thing. Before then, it was probably we had like I don't know twenty, maybe. But uh, there was a couple of years where we had Showtime, you know, just just the one, because <laughs> there was pretty much only the one at the time. Yeah, there might have been a two, but that's that's it. But Bogus Journey was on there, and we had recorded it off of there on VHS. You know, don't. Don't tell the FCC. Not the FCC. Who would it? Well, the FBI. Are they the foremost foremost authority on copyright Piracy. infringement? I think it is FBI. Probably. They're the ones that put their warning on the front of all the home video releases. Yeah. Like when... Uh, it's okay. not a victimless crime. <laughs> yeah, the family guy when Peter's recording the baseball game <laughs> and the people from Fox bust in. They're like... <laughs> Do you have the you know express written consent of the Major League Baseball and Fox? And he's like, eh, just Major League Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> they blow up his VCR or whatever. Anyways, I watched that on the regular on VHS. Watched it over and over. Um, so that one I was also a lot more familiar with than Excellent Adventure. But, you know, I liked both growing up, you know, the whole time, all the way through. I'm surprised that Mr. Jones had never seen either of them, really. And he, he, you've even heard much. Like, you recognize the cover, Bogus Journey, but, like, a year, or like a half a year ago, when I was like, you should watch Bill and Ted. Like, did that register as, like, a big thing? Uh, I knew it was kind of your, kind of a classic <laughs> 90s. I thought, so the first, the first one's in 89, but I always thought of them as being, like, you know, classic early 90s movies. Uh Pretty much for Keanu Reeves. Like, I didn't know George Carlin was in them at all. And I didn't know Pam Greer was in the second. But, um... I got a full-on robot chubby. <laughs> Love that Pam Greer. <laughs> uh, but I also thought Keanu Reeves was kind of a douchebag for a long time. So I didn't really give a shit about Bill and Ted. I don't know. I just didn't care. I knew it was, like, something I should probably watch. I just didn't care. Because it's like his whole persona kind of came from Bill and Ted yeah. like, throughout the whole 90s. Oh, right. I mean, I, the, the airhead, like, oh, this guy can't really act. Like, well, he's in so action movies, but... I actually I thought it was going to be even worse because I remember him from Parenthood when he's Todd mm-hmm. in Parenthood. I forget when that came out, but that was around the same time. I think it was earlier than the first one, maybe 88. I think Point Break was 91. 
Point Break was the same year as Bogus Journey. Yeah. But so I remember him as Todd, who's an airhead in Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And okay. so I I don't know. Like he was good in Parenthood. It's not to yeah. say that. I just didn't want to watch a full movie of him acting like that, <laughs> I think. But yeah. I regret it because it was yeah. it's hilarious. Both of them are funny. I'd buy both of them. Yeah, they have uh, re-released them on Blu-ray, which I kind of need to do. Um, I believe separately because I have the double pack DVD. Which... Yeah, it's a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> when I borrowed that, I was like, "Oh God, he might not get this back. It's gonna be fucking garbage by the end." <laughs> I right. I just got Bogus Journey by itself on DVD, and I think it's the same DVD that came in your double pack. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's what they did. They usually put those together and try and sell them off. We'll just give general background of the stories. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in 89, directed by Stephen Herrick, starring Keanu Reeves as Ted, Alex Winter as Bill, George Carlin as Rufus, uh, Terry Camilleri as Napoleon, uh, Dan Shore as Billy the Kid, L. Leong as Genghis Khan, who you, he's always like the Asian guy in the 80s movies. He's in like Big Trouble, Little China. He's the Asian guy in uh, Die Hard with the terrorists. So the you're saying he was typecast as yes. an Asian? <laughs> well, just like, hey, we need an Asian, so we'll throw him in. That was Al Leong. If you need an Asian in the late 80s, he was your guy. Hal Landon Jr. is uh, Captain Logan. That's Ted's dad. Bernie Casey is Mr. Ryan, the teacher. He's from Revenge of the Nerds and a bunch of other stuff in the ni- or 80s. And then uh, Missy is, let's see here, Amy Stotch. Probably Butters' mom. Uh, <laughs> and then we got to talk about the princesses. Diane Franklin, who's Joanna, and Kimberly Cates as Elizabeth. Storyline, excellent adventure. Two seemingly dumb teens struggle to prepare a historical presentation with the help of a time machine. So basically they need to pass their history report because they're flunking. They need an A, A plus, yep. right? Yeah, they need an A plus. Otherwise, they flunk out, and then Ted has to go to uh, military school in Alaska with Colonel Oates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they stumble across a phone booth time machine at the Circle K parking lot and proceed to travel through time, picking up different figures of history. Yeah, and then bringing them back to the present, where they pretty much do their report for him. That's kind of the weird thing about yeah. the end of this movie. It's like they don't really. They kind of learn stuff, but they really don't. Yeah. Because they have all the historical figures talk for themselves. And so they're just like, let's bring out Abraham Lincoln. And he comes yeah. out and, like, teaches people shit. Well, well they, they give little intros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's basically this stuff they talked about in the beginning of the movie. The dollar bill guy. <laughs> Didn't say that at the end, but stuff like that. That short, dead French dude. <laughs> And the whole fucking school is just beaten off to this, by the right. way. And it's like, it really isn't that cool. Because nobody <laughs> knows they're the real people. I'd be sitting there going, so these guys just get to go find actors to walk well, out and talk? They had a light show and smoke machines and uh, music and all that shit. Seemed very I mean, it was It was very professionally done. Yeah, the uh, other, if I was another student, I'd be like, motherfucker, how are they getting an <laughs> A? I put all this work in and actually learn shit. Well, it was the... the, the Subject of the the oral report was take all your historical figures that are assigned to you and then explain how they would uh, view San Dimas in 1988. 
So it was pretty convenient that they could just actually bring them into Sandy, <laughs> this is 1988, and get them to actually give their opinions. little fun fact I saw about Excellent Adventure, uh, when Ted says, you know, 1988, um, he actually, he mouths 87, and they had the dub in the 88, because the movie was made a whole year earlier, and it was <laughs> delayed a year. And so when it was like 89, they're like, well, we can't have them saying 87. It's got to be 88 now. So they dub in <laughs> eight hmm. for well, him. All the uh, places where it was written, it was written as 88, too. Yeah. I don't know if it was just on-screen graphics or if they had other stuff that they changed. but Yeah. Reshoots. We got to get 88 in here. It's <laughs> a point of contention. Well, didn't they? Didn't the production company go bankrupt uh, before they could release the movie? Is yeah, that what uh, Dino De Laurentiis, who we talked about in was it the last episode. Well, not yeah, Old Boy, but uh, he helped finance what movie? Evil Dead Two. Evil Dead Two. Hmm. Yeah, so his production company kind of went under. That was the cause of a big delay. Yep. Anyways, uh, first note I have: very eighties, very MTV. The style is very. Obviously, 80s music. Terrible. Well, the music from Bill and Ted is pretty fucking awful. And they what? It, oh, their <laughs> their actual yeah. music that the Wild, Wild Stallions, Stallions play. <laughs> Even by the second movie, they still can't play until the very end of the second movie. <laughs> until they they remember, maybe we should go learn some guitar. <laughs> Eighteen months of intense guitar training. I am Bill S. Preston Esquire. <laughs> And I am Ted Theodore Logan. Oh, you got that clip? Wild Stallions! <laughs> <laughs> that was from the first one. You missed the, the you missed the together we are. Is and it, that, well, and the, you play the well, in the first one, they when they introduce themselves, they take far too long when they're. <laughs> it wasn't a good audio clip. But you didn't let, you didn't let me way. set up the clip enough, though. I didn't get to the we are. <laughs> <laughs> Poor production Anyways. quality. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to it at uh, later in the show. Takes place in San Dimas. <laughs> See, I didn't know that uh, Billy Madison line was from here. Yeah. So that made that a little bit better. Yeah, that's another thing you don't – I always forget um, until I saw it, I think, when we watched Excellent Adventure a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Billy Madison just, like, you know, quoted a movie that was came out, you know, three years prior, <laughs> four years prior. Yeah, I suppose it was that close. It was Billy Madison's 93 or 94. This is 89. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, Bill and Ted was popular, but it wasn't, like, you know, the worldwide blockbuster. I didn't say. I was curious how many people i didn't look up like box office figures and shit like that but so i can tell you right there's now. nobody in it that is that i don't know mainstream george carlin is probably mm. the most mainstream guy in there and i don't even know if in 89 he was known all over the place i mean oh, his yeah. comedy he was, was yeah, but, his comedy. but yeah. i mean as an actor maybe not yeah he was in like car wash with uh, Richard Pryor. Right. So my DVR, no spoilers. I, know, I haven't seen. It's on my <laughs> favorites list too, or whatever. Um, budget estimated at ten mil. Based on the last podcast, your DVR is fucking full. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I had to delete some. I had to delete some off of there. Otherwise, uh, it grossed uh, over forty million in the U.S. So 
I don't know what the yeah, it doesn't have I'm not going to box office mojo for the worldwide gross cuz I'm sure there wasn't it a huge a worldwide yeah. gross. But anyways, that's still that's a hit. Yeah, four times the budget. But yeah, George Carlin It's so weird to see him in here. It's like what's he doing in here? <laughs> but yeah, he plays the role perfectly. He kind of explains them. He shows up to them when they're at the Circle K trying to study and cram for their oral report. And then the you know phone booth drops from the sky. And, uh, oh, actually, quick little, another fun fact. Originally, the script called for the time machine was a like a old van. Yeah. It's too much like Back to the Future. Yeah, they thought it was too much like Back to the Future. So then they went with the phone booth, which is fucking pretty much the same thing as Doctor Who. But you know, nobody gives a shit. About Doctor <laughs> yeah. Who. Nobody said that, you know, British show. I'm sure they didn't care as much. U.S. audiences weren't even that. Yeah, I've never even seen Doctor really Who. anything of Doctor Who yeah, at that time. Now they are, but I didn't know it was a telephone booth. Yeah. Well, I think it's technically like a policeman's booth. Is that what they call it? I think it's, it's like a slightly police different. phone booth or something. Yeah. No. I don't know. Like it, it must be something. It must be British people. Help us out. People in the UK. Comment, rate, review. What the fuck is a (laughs) policeman's booth or phone booth? Why can you use it? An old Tory booth. (laughs) What? The Tory booth. (laughs) The fuck's a Tory booth? I don't know. Sounds like something British. (laughs) (laughs) Lorry is truck, I believe. Well, I don't know. They got dumb names for everything. (laughs) Easy. We need them to keep listening. Look under the bonnet on the lorry. (laughs) All right. Um, That's how they talk. <laughs> Cheerios. 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 Hey, mate. Uh, Cheerios. Tea and scrumpets. <laughs> Digging the fashion. Liking the cro- the uh, crop top that Bill has. Doesn't he have a mesh top. tank top on at one point? Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> that was Ted- cool in the 80s. That's what the straight guys wore. Ted's a little more grunge almost, like pre-grunge He's grunge. There, yeah, yeah, an '80s version of grunge, I would say. Yeah, let's little... break that down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's late '80s, a little grungy. I like that at the beginning of the movie. Uh, it starts off in 2688, and Rufus basically just tells you everything that's going to happen. Yeah, he does, and then he goes, uh, you know, don't worry, it'll all make sense. <laughs> right. kind of. He's talking to, he's breaking the fourth wall, right? Yep. He's talking yeah. right it's the only time the that happens, I think. Yeah. Or does it happen in the second one towards the end? It might towards the end. Again, I don't another th- thing that doesn't make sense. I don't sense. think it really Doesn't does. death talk to the camera? <clears throat> well, he talks no, to God, but. No, um, he talks to God. If anything, when they're talking to the camera, it's like within the the movie because all the cameras are broadcasting to every tv in the world mm-hmm. and it's a from one of those tv camera perspectives i got some we gotta start playing some clips here I got yeah, you some, got a uh, fucking baker's dozen or 26 <laughs> oh my goodness a couple baker's dozens uh, i'm gonna play two here back to back we're gonna meet missy uh, this is from the first one we're going we're going through the clips chronologically so we're going with like excellent adventure first then bogus journey so let's meet missy and they're hanging out in bill's room oh sweet 
We are in danger of flunking most heinously tomorrow, Ted. Hi, Bill. Want a ride? Sure, Missy. I mean, Mom. Stepmom's cute. Shut up, Ted. Remember when she was a senior and we were freshmen? Shut up, Ted. And then this is where they get into the room, right when they go into the house here. Okay, Ted. George Washington, one, father of our country. Two, born on President's Day. Three, the dollar bill guy. Bill, you ever made a mushroom out of his head? It's like this, like, Alaska. Okay. Um. Had wooden teeth, chased Moby Dick. That's Captain Ahab, dude. Oh, wait. Remember Disney World? Hall of Presidents? Yeah, good. What did he say? Welcome to the Hall of Presidents. Hi. Brought you guys some food. Destined to flunk most egregiously tomorrow. I'm destined to end up at Oates Military Academy. And then we will never start a band. Good. Good. What are you guys studying anyway? History. Mr. Ryan? Uh huh. Tell him hi. Why don't you guys take a dinner break? Thanks, Dad. Now your dad's going for it in your own room. <laughs> Shut up, Ted. Your stepmom is cute, though. Shut up, Ted. Remember when I asked her to the prom? Shut up, Ted! <laughs> For being such dumbasses, they have pretty big vocabularies. Yeah. That's what they always struck me as weird. Yeah. Egregiously and heinous. <laughs> and it's just like, what? How do they know these words? Most. Everything <laughs> starts with fucking most. <laughs> it's really pre Trump. <laughs> the huge, it's the biggest. Theirs is, it's the most. <laughs> Yeah, just before that, they're trying to go over all the uh, historical figures they got to cover, and they're like, who's Caesar? It's the salad dressing dude. <laughs> Washington's the dollar bill guy. They don't even go get those people. Like, they're <laughs> not even... No. <laughs> Apparently, they're not even on the list. And uh, the list that's written on the board in the classroom when Bernie Casey is talking to him, like, you know, you guys are going to flunk. Yeah. Those are... They list the exact number of people that they went and got yeah throughout I, history. i didn't go back and look but yeah. i recalled what it said and it was like i assume that that's who they went and got yeah so they're attentive in class oh yeah they tight s- script is what it they is just can't write yep. anything because they still didn't fucking produce a report <laughs> <laughs> well it was an oral report it was uh wasn't the fucking jock reading off a piece of paper 
I guess you can read off something. Yeah. No, okay. but you had to. They're being yeah, graded on the speech. They're being oral. Is what That's right. Doing, they're they're being oral. graded on the presentation. Oral, oral. I got you. Oral. Do you notice how burnt those fucking sandwiches were that Messi brought up? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. And then tell him hi. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. So she's okay, Missy. You find out that she was a senior when. Bill and Ted were freshmen. That's what he's talking about. Ask her to prom. Yeah. And then we meet Bill's dad, who, do I forget, do they talk about what happened to Bill's mom? I don't think so. I think it's just his dad is married to Missy, and that's all they tell you. Yeah, so she was a former student, and then I was thinking, like, he was a, just a teacher, but what were you saying, Brett? What does this Bill's dad do? I don't think they said what he did. He okay. was just kind of there. So yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. She's uh, was it Mr. Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Tell him I said hi. So you can tell she's been banging teachers, you know, from high school. Now she's married to this new guy, mm-hmm. you know, and <laughs> Bill's fucking dad. And he's just an old. He looks like the old guy from Big Daddy. Is basically what it was. It was the same situation. Yeah. He's on the you know ten year plan. Don't die. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, his dad's just like he gives him like a twenty or something. He's like, well, you know, why don't you guys get out of here? So I go bang your stepmom. <laughs> In your room. In your room. <laughs> he closes the door behind him and just like, see you guys later. It's like, you guys can, you know, go to your own bedroom. And she also didn't consent on screen. <laughs> Jeez. It was 88. You didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> it was implied. Well, they had to go to the Circle K then and ask uh, people if they knew anything about history. Oh, Is the Circle K a real a thing? <clears throat> I think so. Yeah, I, I never like looked it up. Another... There aren't any around here, but I, I'm pretty sure it's for it's a real okay. store. It's a West Coast type of thing. Okay. Kind of like Carl's Jr. Bill, what? Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Yeah, so that's when Rufus drops down. A telephone right. booth. And the trench coat. Yep, with the sunglasses. You know, the more you talk about that, that car, like Back to the Future... Wasn't I mean the trench coat thing is pretty close too. Doc Brown isn't he in a trench coat most of Back to the Future? He's like a lab uh, coat. Especially it's a, it's when a lab he first coat, meets him, but, but yeah, pretty later, similar. He has lab coats right. throughout when he's doing experiments and you know. Rufus he's mostly it, wearing lab coats yeah. or scientific type garb. Rufus is just dressed like it's twenty six eighty eight. That's that's how <laughs> that's how they dress. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait till three years later and how they dress in 2691. Fucking cartoon boots and shit. <laughs> they all had the biggest fucking boots. <laughs> like, big feet are hot shit in 2691. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the future Bill and Ted come out. And yeah. they tell him, just listen to Rufus. You know, because technically Rufus does introduce himself to Bill and Ted. Yeah, I didn't. The future Bill and Ted's introduce rufus to bill and ted i didn't notice that until i i read the uh trivia after the fact and i'm like yeah he never introduced himself to them so how do they know who the fuck he is like, is that a cut scene where they're in the booth and he's introducing himself or it always goes back to terminator doesn't it <laughs> how does that work always goes back to terminator time isn't linear what number am i thinking of 69 dudes <laughs> <laughs> that's that's proof that it's uh it's them yeah, remember they... to watch your or remember to wind your watch ted 
Yeah, I thought they uh, did a pretty good job with, like you mentioned before, you know, the history. They do. It's kind of a informative film for, I mean, not necessarily an adult, but at least kids, young adolescents. Uh, but they also, I thought they treated the time travel element. I thought they did some fun things with that, especially with, uh, um, you know, like remembering the key and things like that, stuff they set up in the future. Like we just have to think and then remember to do it when in the future and then it just appears. I thought that shit got lazy at the end when they're like, after the, sp- after the speech, we got to go back and take your dad's key. And then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least they remember to mention it. <laughs> they, they're following their very loose rules let's put it that way it's like they wrote the script and they're like okay now they're in jail oh shit how do we get them out of jail i know after everything that happens in the movie finishes they'll go back and steal the key and then put it there and then it'll be there when when they uh when they need it okay but how do we explain that just have them say it <laughs> just have them say it on screen <laughs> Uh, let's see here first clip here about socrates <laughs> so great love socrates uh, so they uh, they start traveling back in time and snagging historical figures socrates Hey, we know that name. Yeah. Hey, look him up. Oh, it's under Socrates. Oh, yeah. Socrates. The only true wisdom consists in knowing that you know nothing. That's us, dude. Oh, yeah. Let's bag him. Yeah. Let's bag him. <laughs> Just kidnapping people through time. Well, that was the third person they went and got. They got Napoleon first by accident. Yeah. And he's just like hanging in the tree behind the fucking phone booth. <laughs> then they're like, oh, yeah, let's uh, let's just go take people and uh, make them do our report for us. Yeah, because then they got Billy the Kid. Yeah. I like Socrates. When yeah. they first got in the phone booth and they're looking at the book and he's like, let's see, Freud, Beethoven. <laughs> Like, it didn't occur to me what beef oven was until much later in the movie. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah, I first thought he said beef oven. I, was like, yeah, beef like, oven. I think I even rerounded a couple times. Like, beef oven? Beef? Beef? What are you saying? Oh, beef. Oh, beef oven. oven. That makes sense. Fruit. Um, Fruit, dude. Yeah, Napoleon's definitely my favorite. Oh, he's such a fucking <laughs> poor loser. He's cheating at bowling. <laughs> right in his old scores. Yeah. The, uh, I like that scores. he knows how to cheat at bowling. Yeah. It's That's his, true. It's That's probably his first smart. time ever playing. <laughs> he's just be writing weird numbers. He's in this strange new world, and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to cheat at bowling. Not that smart, because what, he turned like a 20 into a 100 and something? Was, <laughs> he like, just sits back like, sweet. It was like 40. <laughs> Kids are like, fuck this dude. <laughs> yeah, he had like 43 in the ninth. Yeah. And then he puts a one in the front. Doesn't change any of the other numbers, just his total in the ninth frame. <laughs> and God forbid if you bowl in front of him. <laughs> just yell like a little girl that's trying to bowl. <laughs> 
Uh, they go pick up uh, Billy the Kid in the uh, the old West. They go into the saloon and Billy the Kid's looking for some volunteers. We'll do it, Mister the Kid. <laughs> yeah, Mister the Kid. <laughs> I love it when they're at the bar and they, they you're gonna have a, a oh yeah get a couple of beers and like dude, whoa, dude didn't even card us. Yeah, we'll have to remember this place. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing poker with Billy and they're cheating and uh, well, Bill's like uh, telling Ted because uh, Ted's getting really excited. He's like, Yo, Ted, you gotta have a poker face like me. And he's looking all serious. Like, Whoa, three aces! <laughs> <laughs> Some other guy's like, what the, what the hell's going on, Billy? How does he have three aces? You cheating? <laughs> and then the, they have a bar fight, and Bill and Ted are just like sitting there, like just amazed at how awesome it is. So after that, it's so great. And then, uh, and then it's the medieval England. Yep. I even got a clip from that. Do uh, you? I do. <laughs> um, the, uh, they, they meet uh, two princesses. It's a history report, not a babe report. <laughs> but, Bill, those are historical babes. <laughs> <laughs> that they are. They stumble across you know, two uh, princesses who have to marry some people they don't want to marry. And so they want to help them out. And they, uh, they meet some, some royal dudes. What does your father want? Want to be married to two horrible old men today? No way! Will you help us escape? Of course, of course babes. Uh. <gasps> well, how's it going, royal ugly dudes? I am the Earl of Preston, and I am the Duke of Ted. them in the Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden? Excellent! Execute them. Bogus. <laughs> Gotta love the air guitars. Uh, we haven't even brought up the air guitars yet. No. Yeah. Gets pretty obnoxious, but <laughs> you get used to it, and then you, I think it just grows on you a little bit. Yeah. It worked almost every time. <laughs> <laughs> it actually helped. If, if it was starting to like go... Uh, all air guitars are <laughs> Especially the four-way air guitar that we'll get to in Bogus Journey. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. Because yeah, I, I think it lasted that. a little longer than normal. That was fucking funny. I do have that yeah. clip, but the audio of the <laughs> is a little off. But yeah. you get the you get the effect. <laughs> did, did you get a clip for, uh, I think it was before the one you just played, uh, Bill and Ted, or they put on suits of armor. And they're just fucking around sword fighting <laughs> in the <laughs> castle. And Ted falls down the stairs. And then uh, Bill sees somebody stab the, the suit of armor. And then he, uh, he sneaks down and there's a guy sneaks up on him. And uh, Bill goes, uh, you killed Ted, you medieval dickweed. <laughs> and then Ted pops up from behind him. Just out of nowhere, hits him in the head with a bone, knocks him out, and he goes. And Bill goes, "Dude, you totally boned that dude in the head." And Ted goes, "Yeah, he's a total bonehead." <laughs> they really connect the dots for you in this movie. 
Like, like, Brett was, movies. like Brett was saying before, they literally explain <laughs> how they set the keys up. <laughs> and they even set their jokes up, so you go, oh, I see what he did. You don't have to think at all. <laughs> then they hug each other, and then they, uh, it's like they a call each other. comic strip. They hug each other, and they call each other the other F word. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you got to put in the fag comment. Did you, did you Only because it is quintessential... 80s material right. for them to drop that word when they dropped it i went yeah it's 80 <laughs> it's still funny it's like two 89. best friends can't hug right <laughs> <laughs> yeah they say it twice in the second one i do have both of those yes and i think they were just trying to get it out of their system because they knew we're in the 90s slowly this won't be appropriate <laughs> but i i don't care who you are I love watching an old 80s movie. It's got to be 80s. If you go too far back, then it's like, man, eh, it's a little bit much. Uh, where they drop the F-bomb because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> what is it? Uh, do they say in Fast Times, Ridgemont High? Yeah. Those guys are fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny nowadays to hear it. <laughs> Good old 80s. Yeah. Where everything was... I was open to that. There was no rules. <laughs> yeah. It was just like the basement, always sunny. Anything goes in the basement. Yeah. Anything went on in the 80s. I told him to get that clip, and he, he said, oh, no, he he's not going to get that clip. I Which one? you're going to have that. The uh, the clip in the basement where the the bonehead and then hugging each other and calling each other a fag. No. Oh, no, I didn't get that one. Missed out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity. The two guys on the couch say yeah. you should have gotten it. Yeah. I have two more fag clips. Does that satisfy you guys? <laughs> it's fucking 80s necessity. <laughs> well, those technically aren't Bill and Ted calling each other one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are mean, so you shouldn't put those in the podcast. We want the funny fags. <laughs> All right. Let's go to something a little little less insensitive huh guys well <laughs> shut your ass <laughs> let's get to ziggy piggy ziggy piggy um when they get back uh ted's brother deacon who we'll find out more about in the second one you so deacon's easter basket uh deacon's got to watch napoleon for a while <laughs> and that's where he takes some bowling yeah and uh, he takes him to Waterloo. No, uh, he didn't take. He, Napoleon uh, wandered off to Waterloo oh, right. on his own after he got ditched. Yeah, because <laughs> the kids go, "This guy sucks." And they <laughs> the kid says him. he was being a dick. Yeah, <laughs> who's being a dick? <laughs> All right, I got uh, the Ziggy Piggy, which apparently was like an old, older like franchise, but at the time of the film, there was very few of them, and that was like a. It was kind of like a. Kind of their shtick. Yeah. Like, there was like some copyright involved. I but, think like, it, was, it was a uh, public domain. Ziggy Piggy was. It wasn't the name of the restaurant they went to or the, the mm -hmm. thing that they they did. But they used it in its in the place of the real name because they, they didn't have the trademark or permission to use the real name. Also worth noting that Napoleon is eating <laughs> Napolitan ice cream. Mm. But Napolitan ice cream is Italian, not French. Also true is that apparently when he got to Italy, he had some like in real life and liked it a lot. 
Does that I like originate it. from his trivia? Does that originate from Napoleon? Neapolitan? Napoleon? I don't They're know. Different? Apparently not. Yeah, Neapolitan. You would think. They're well, I mean, Napoleon, Neapolitan. No. But no, it's close. But yeah, it's Italian. So in case people are confused, thinking like that's named after him, he's French or Corsican rather. French, same thing. But yeah, it was a shit ton of ice cream. It was. Uh, he I ate the Ziggy. It was, it was like four or five gallons. Like I read the original one. Like in real life, it was like a double banana split. It was like two of them, like double sized or whatever, put together. And if you ate it all, you were like, you know, a Ziggy Piggy. But let's get to it. We got two clips here. Behold, behold, the Ziggy Pig, the single greatest ice cream spectacle known to man. Eat the pig. Eat the pig. Ziggy, 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 zig. zig. <laughs> it's ice cream. You eat it. It's good. La glace. Whatever. Just eat it. And then when he's done. <laughs> He ate the pig, thus proving that he's a Ziggy Piggy, Ziggy Piggy, Ziggy Piggy. God, I would be so fucking annoyed about the point right there. <laughs> he's very confused and doesn't look too happy about it. No. Because he's just pissed off already that the ice cream's gone. Yeah. Licking the bowl. Well, he was like, so, uh, Deacon was trying to get a last uh, bit of it, and he, he fucking cuts it off with a spoon and says, uh-uh, that's my shit. I like how none of the kids are questioning what's happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who's this old man that we like, have to Why hang out do with? we have to hang out with this old man that doesn't speak English? Ah, <laughs> uh, They're just like, all right, it works. Where's and then that? I'm going to have to explain to him what ice cream is in English. Where's that funny hat apply. all the time? Yeah. Well, I'm sure they explained it about as Captain well as Crunch. they did to Missy, which I have a clip from that. <laughs> what? Uh, the clip when they're explaining who they are to Missy. Oh. And they're all come, coming out. You know, coming out they just show up in a, in a phone booth in Missy's backyard. She's it's like nine she's of them. She's gardening. <laughs> gardening <laughs> and she doesn't uh, doesn't bother her that that phone booth just came out of nowhere. Doesn't care. And that, that her uh, stepson <laughs> and his friend are coming out of it with, like, eight strangely dressed uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the clip. Hi, guys. Hi, Missy. I mean, Mom. Uh, Miss Preston, we'd like you to meet some of our friends. Yeah, this is, uh, Dave Oven. Ah, she seems so sure that I'm... And, uh... <laughs> Maxine of Arc, Missy, Herman the Kid, Bob Genghis Khan, Socrates Johnson, De Dennis Frude, and uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln. Well, it's nice to meet you all. There's sodas in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I don't think Ted was very good at making up names. I think Bill was better. <laughs> um, then the, they all go to the mall. Genghis Khan's ripping up the sporting goods, 
Maxine of Arc is, you know, doing some aerobics class, that type of th- Is that what it was? Yeah. That's what it seemed like. She was doing aerobics. Yeah. And uh, It's popping off in 89. Aerobics? Yeah. <laughs> Home video fitness. Big shit. There you go. Yeah. Um, big shit popping. Another little fun fact. They talk about the actor and actress that play Billy the Kid and Joan of Arc. They're both like 30 or in the early 30s. It's Joan of Arc died when she was 19 and Billy the Kid died when he was 21. I was like, damn, I always forget that fucking Joan of Arc was killed when she was 19. Yeah, it's pretty young. So she was a pretty young teenager badass. Oh, she'd been married back then. Probably popping kids. Well, you don't want to be one of those 15-year-old spinsters. <laughs> <laughs> she was too busy talking to God, though. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Billy the Kid, 21. I suppose I could see it, but well, he was the. He kid. lived a rock and roll lifestyle. <laughs> That's old back then. Twenty one, his lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Most, most definitely. <laughs> um, let's go to so, Socrates and uh, Socrates and uh, was it Billy the Kid? Billy the Kid. We're trying to pick up some girls, and then uh, Sigmund Fr- Freud. Fru- I got a clip, I got a clip from that. Freud just shows up and ruins it. What? Is it? Oh, God. What are they doing? Yeah. What do they do? Yeah. What do they do? Look at this sandal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's close. Weird, though. I'm coming here. Hi. I'm Billy. This here is Socrates. Socrates. We're from history. <laughs> Call me Siki. Oh my god. <laughs> you both seem to be suffering from a mild form of hysteria. Oh god. You are such a key. Way to go, Egghead. Geek. <laughs> what is a geek? <laughs> so great calls him a geek. Well, Freud's, what is a geek? <laughs> yeah, that didn't go well. Yeah, they uh, they end up getting arrested, and they're being uh, you know interviewed. Well, Genghis Khan was in the uh, sporting goods store, just beating the shit out of mannequins. Yeah, <laughs> causing problems. Uh, Beethoven was he was ripping up the keyboards. He was. Yeah, he had like six keyboards going. Yeah, those electric keyboards just popping off. Which I don't know why he was arrested because everyone who was around was loving it. Well, so Joan of Arc was just fucking killing it. Yeah. Genghis Khan, I understand. Yeah, he was a bit much in the mall. Billy yeah. the Kid's got a gun. I mean, it was more allowed in the, the other 80s. two don't. <laughs> you know. Well, he shot it in the mall, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's guilty by association. And uh, they're all being interviewed at the. Uh, police station i love that you had, you were touching on it earlier the sigmund freud's being interviewed by the cop yeah. he goes tell me about your mother <laughs> that was fucking hilarious he's like why do you keep say insisting that you're sigmund freud <laughs> how do you know that i'm not sigmund freud why do you keep asking me these questions <laughs> <laughs> abraham lincoln he's like what's your birthday February was it twelfth or tenth? Is that President's know. Day? I think it's the well, I don't know. President's Day is in the middle of Washington and uh, 
Lincoln's birthdays. Okay. It's like right in the right between them. It's 1809. <laughs> it's like Jesus. Ted's dad is just like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, cause Ted da- <laughs> Ted's dad is a cop. He's like um, the chief. Yeah. We found out more about that in the second it's one. Like the but, chief of police. But then yeah, we talked about how they set up. Do so you want to talk about Napoleon at Waterloo a little bit? Yeah, you can go go right ahead. Well, I don't know where he got his swimsuit and swimming cap from, <laughs> but because uh, that wasn't on. even his time period. That, <laughs> <laughs> so that's where he got it from. That loose white swimsuit was uh, once it got wet, it was pretty revealing. <laughs> <laughs> they they uh, they shot it strategically so you didn't see too much, but he was really uh, grabbing on kids and uh, pushing them around and stuff and. Like uh, getting them up there, and then uh, <laughs> he was cut. He was cutting line for the uh, the water slide over and over again. He's a cheating bastard, he's a fucking dick. <laughs> the only missed opportunity, I think, is, I mean, amusement parks have rides that are, you know, you have to be this height. Not so much at the water park, but there's got to be some water park rides where they could have done the shtick, where you know, just done a bit where, well, like, you know, he's Norbert? obviously short as fuck, so he can't get on the. Yeah, ride. like in Norbit when they had the weight limit. Oh, yeah. It's Bring not, up Norbit again, It's please. not like in Norbit. <laughs> Nothing is like in Norbit. <laughs> it, it was like... You well, what, you're what, you, what you're describing was like <laughs> in Norbit. Do a vast array of conversations. <laughs> if you're looking for good water slide, uh, you know, restriction jokes, <laughs> look no further than Norbit <laughs> to go to Apparently. Napoleon kept going down head first too down the slide, and I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah but 80, anything, 89, goes anything goes. Eighty nine, it's probably cool. There was a girl who went down before him, sitting up straight, going backwards. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that so? He's fucking badass. All right, so we already talked about uh, them setting up the key, getting out of jail. No, let's cut to finally. They bring everyone to the uh, presentation. Well, when they broke their friends out of jail, there were just some random criminals that they let out. <laughs> just, Good point. There were just some uh, people from 88 who were in jail that they <laughs> they let out of the cells, and they were just hanging out waiting to, to leave with the rest of the historical figures. Yeah. Did you all notice that? Did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when it cuts to the presentations, there's... Cut to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut. Uh, cut it. They, <laughs> they cut to some... Uh, cut it. How do we know that guy's name? Which guy's name? The San Dimas football rules guy. How do we know his name? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought you, you mentioned mean? his name earlier. I Not a real name, then his character's name. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember what his name was. No. I just called him football guy earlier. Was reading off a piece of paper. Him. Anyways, yeah, so he's given a speech, and he is might be dumber than Bill and Ted. He's a classic jock. Yeah. Well, he probably is dumber than Bill and Ted because his vocabulary is not up to snuff with Bill and Ted. But he's way cooler. He is way cooler. And uh, his fucking famous, letterman jacket. He's got even got a catchphrase. He's probably the quarterback. Here's uh, the end of his presentation. Everything is different, but the same. Things are more moderner than before bigger and yet smaller <laughs> it's computers 
think that guy uh, time traveled back from 2017 <laughs> to do his speech, and he was talking about his experience in 2017. Yeah. Yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how just the Big, whole student body is just laughing at him. Bigger, he got smaller. Yeah, I was, was going to say he he's getting busted on by the crowd <laughs> every fucking sentence. Friends, <laughs> yeah, but they're just high school football rules. Woo, yeah. <laughs> he about eats that fucking podium too. I, I remember th- right. I he think like, he got an A on that presentation. Killed it. Which does make sense. Like, it fits pretty well in Billy Madison when he does it. Although, the crowd's with him in Billy Madison. They're on pins and needles listening to the, you know, oh, the lo- the puppy who lost his way story. Yeah. He just the can't industry, end it. my friends, <laughs> that was a revolution. Nearby football rules. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, yeah. Uh, so, let's wrap up Excellent Adventure. They give their oral report, or rather, all the historical figures do. Well, they have all these professional, uh, you know, lighting and uh, smoke machines pyrotechnics. and pyrotechnics and music. and Like, I don't know when so they had they time must... to plan for that. Well, after they were done, they went back in time and set it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just didn't explain it. Yeah, I guess. Well, they're doing the same thing with Rufus. They're just not telling you that that's what they told themselves. Because in the future, they're thinking, at this time, we have to go back. And I have to get Bill and Ted to introduce me to Bill and Ted when they're at the Circle K. It's a mind fuck. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So you said Rufus doesn't introduce himself. Oh, The other yeah. Bill and Ted does. Yeah. So how was that all set up? I don't know. That's a plot hole. Just like in the, because in the future, I mean, we found out on the second one, you know, because they still don't know how to fucking play. But the general, the reason Rufus is interfering is because apparently in the future their music changes the world and world peace is achieved. and Yeah. Everybody's excellent to each other. Yeah. Be excellent to each other. That's all you got to do. Party on, dudes. I can't believe you didn't have either of those clips for the first one. Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. <laughs> Neither. Uh, I got some in the second one, especially party on, dudes. Do you got any more clips from their... Uh their presentation no uh no more clips from excellent adventure i don't think no nope. yeah i was gonna say because the end we were talking about before gets real gets real stay in school kids <laughs> feel to it my favorite part was, did uh, kind of kill the end a little bit for me because it yeah. was like god they're just laying it on thick here <laughs> like fuck yeah we get it do your homework like graduate high school and then do whatever you want i like the freud was doing his analysis on ted and then he says, "Hey, Bill, do you want you want to get down on the couch?" And and Bill says, "No, I'll pass. Uh, I just got a little uh, Oedipal complex." Yeah, what? Because obviously he wanted to talk to him about missing. He got an Oedipal complex. What is that? Oedipal. Want to bang your mom? Basically. He's got. He wants to fuck his mom. Oh, like <laughs> like Oedipus. Another Back to the Future similarity. <laughs> Michael J. Fox mouth bangs his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking just stealing from Doc Brown. <laughs> Back to the future. You you don't know the uh, the story of Oedipus? No. The uh, that Greek is right? a, a Greek. Uh, I don't. Fucking everything's Greek. Called, like a Greek legend or something. It's all Greek to me. <laughs> like he, Am I right? <laughs> I don't know. Was he, he like he he left his homeland and like became a king somewhere, and then uh, 
somehow he came back and he uh, he ended up fucking his mom. And then when he found out it was his mom, he gouged his eyes out. Oh, no, no. yeah, didn't we touch on this in Old Boy? Yep. Yep, this is the same Greek. Mm-hmm. He's the Sorry. same Greek. Same Greek guy. Same Greek. <laughs> Sal dressing dude. <laughs> do, do you know him by a different name? or? Uh... I can't remember. I have to look at my notes. His name is Oedipus. Could have been Oedipus. But it is spelled. It's O-E. Yeah, it's O-E. O-E-D-I-P-O-S. Which is why I think I yielded Holla. the floor to you. Like We both had it in our notes. You brought it up for a side. Just let you like, yeah. I'll let him say the name because I don't want to. Oh yeah, I butchered. <laughs> sure, I butchered it. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for clearing that up. Yep. Yep. Mr. Brett. All right. Can we do a little film review on what this director has done? Because he's got kind of a smorgasbord, and it almost ties into his educational feel of shit. I didn't okay. look up. Yeah, what go he for did. it. Uh, just before we do, I just wanted to comment on. Do you guys? get the feeling that obviously they're just huge stoners but they just never quite allude to the fact that yeah they're smoking weed constantly it's like a stoner movie for kids i think that was the implication yeah because of the implication (laughs) (laughs) i know uh when i was watching uh, bogus journey my mom hated it because she thought they were stoners i don't know if i mean i guess you assume it I either thought they were playing heavy on like the California way, which I guess part of that mm-hmm. persona is, you know, you're fucking stoner. But yeah, they probably were implying it. And that's why they're hammering home the educational stuff. But yeah, so the director, Stephen Herrick, he did a little film in 86 that you gifted to me called Critters. Oh, perfect. And then in 91. While Bogus Journey was popping off, he did Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. <laughs> Enderly's favorite movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, and then in 92, he did a Minnesota classic, Mighty Ducks. Mm. I just went from six to midnight. And then you see the, you see the pattern here. He's getting more and more fucking kid-friendly. And then 96, he did 101 Dalmatians. So why isn't there like a Steve Herrick like box set? I don't know. Because nobody knows <laughs> Pretty solid. Pretty solid listening. <laughs> Because <laughs> his like, last movie came out in '96, he's a poor. I don't man's, know. I, I don't know if I just stopped there or not. <laughs> he's but a poor man's Chris Columbus. That was a live action 101 Dalmatians, right? Glenn Close. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. It wasn't the original cartoon version. '96. Mm. Mm, well, <laughs> maybe I won't get the box set now. Need that animated. Oh, you thought it was the, the Disney classic? Yeah. Out of the vault in '96. Yeah. You thought they. <laughs> they <laughs> Drew up under one Dalmatians and well, I completely forgot. Well, it, that, the, you bring up the vault. That's a good point because the vault's what really fucks with your head with like timelines. Yeah. Because like the movie isn't out, all of a sudden it's out, and it's like, oh, under one Dalmatians was, was out, especially in the '90s when everyone had those clamshell VHS cases. Fuck yeah. That are apparently worth you know fucking millions of dollars now. Are really? they? Well, they're. You look up online, a lot of people are clamoring for those clamshell Disney movies. Sam's got. You can sell. Decent amount. You can sell them for a good price. Like we're talking between like fifty and like one hundred and fifty for like one. Why? Why would you pay that much for a VHS? Yeah, the original I cartoon version was nineteen sixty one. I don't care what the fucking uh, case is like. A lot of people would pay a lot of money for the Star Wars trilogy VHS because that's, that's the last because thing they that's they fucking changed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's untouched, so people are clamoring for those. 
Unless somebody uh, homemade uh, edits on it. Homemade edits? Did, did some homemade edits on that. <laughs> yeah, I suppose they wouldn't pay for those. <laughs> I'll sell you the box set, but if you notice here in marker, homemade edits on this one. It's the Wolfie T edition. Oh, God. I added Ewoks to the first two movies. <laughs> Jaja Bings makes an appearance. <laughs> Jaja? Jar Jar. Jar Jar. Does it you're, matter? You're mixing him up with Murder Inc., okay? <laughs> murder. It's going to be murder. <laughs> All right. Um, so make sure I get a rest of my notes. Yeah, we already talked about De Laurentiis. De Laurentiis. Dino. Yeah, Rufus her. shows the princesses, you know, the mall. And credit cards, and they dishes out some tasty licks on the guitar. Rufus yeah. at the end. Did you look up? I forget. It was a famous guitarist who was the double, the hand double for Rufus. I looked. It was uh, Stevie Solace, who I don't know what band or whatever he was from. Oh, I just know that my uh, touchscreen display on my car thinks that the rapper Stevie Stone is Stevie Solace. And they changed the fucking artist name to Stevie Solace. <laughs> <laughs> so if I do the voice recognition, I say, play Stevie Stone. It's like, who the fuck is Stevie Stone? We don't know that. We got some Stevie <laughs> Solace, though. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened to be all his, the same album cover, album names and uh, songs as Stevie Stone's. <laughs> well, sounds just like Stevie Stone, but. Uh, he kind of sounds like he's a, kind of a hired hand. Associated acts, there's like 20 of them listed here. George Clinton, Rod Stewart, Mick Jagger, Heavy Glow, Errol Smith, Rolling Stones, Bernard Fowler, uh, Bootsy Collins, Ron Wood, uh, Jordan Sparks, <laughs> Justin Timberlake, T.I., uh, Adam Lambert. Probably just yeah. famous touring musician. He's probably like the unknown Slash. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, unknown to us, at least. Yeah. Everyone knows who Slash is, and he just kind of fucking plays with whoever. <laughs> except whoever for, lets him wear a top hat. Well, except for Axel until last year. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think they'll do it for Excellent Adventure. You guys need anything else? Uh, no, I want, I'll fit it in here since it's more play. What, did this movie remind you of any more recent movies? There's two it reminded me of that clearly I I think takes I didn't watch them or try to think too hard on it but it made two popped in my head when I was watching this cool. two bro comedies like Mister Peabody no I don't know what the fuck that is <laughs> Mister Peabody and the uh, what's the the boy I don't know what the boy's name yeah, is what's the boy's name I don't know but that was from uh, he's like the doctor with the glasses or the from, dog with the glasses. Yeah, oh, that was from okay. the Bullwinkle show. They made a they made oh, a standalone right. movie. Uh, no, that's not back. what I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> they time travel in that one, and it's two two bros. Ignore they the time. Even, get rid might, of the time traveling aspect. They might even time travel in a phone booth. I don't. I forget. That's Superman. Uh, All right, I'm on pins and needles. Wayne's World. That was so much more recent. Well, modern era. I guess, well, I guess like Wayne, it came out the same year as Bones Dirty. It was like, yeah, it it was like well, three years later. I just about watched a year, I think, 92. Yeah. Or uh, 
Because don't they have a little, one, obviously the music aspect, but then mm-hmm. two, kind of, they're dipshits who are kind of smart. Yeah. And they have their catchphrase, it's too. Very, there's a lot of similarities. Yeah. And, uh. Party on. Party on Wayne. Excellent. Party they on. They probably Wayne. saw Bill and Ted like that. That would make a good movie. Let's let's do. They that. probably did. Uh, and dude, where's my car? Okay, reminded me that. of that. Shibby. <laughs> <laughs> that was their fucking guitar solo type thing. Dude, was mindset? Kind of stumbling through the movie. Stumbling through the movie. There's no fucking point to it. It's kind of all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those two popped in my head. Yeah, I wanted to share those that. thoughts with you two. <laughs> <laughs> Discuss amongst yourselves. I'm a little verklempt. All right, just want to take a, a break quick because I got a real rager of a pee I got to take. No, we're, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to hold on to that pee. Thanks for sure. Let's push through the second one. You got a cup over there. Yeah. I hear that's what they make you do on there, uh, playing now. Is going with- <laughs> you <laughs> you get a cup? Going I, I had to do it last night. At Alien Covenant, I haven't left a movie, like to go to the bathroom in, since I saw The Master. You can use the bathroom before you go to the movie. I did, immediately before, but I had had two beers right before at the bar with Swens, and then I drank some water during the movie. And then you peed. And I had a thirty-two ounce Powerade before I had the beers. Did you have a big gulp? <laughs> there was a thirty-two ounce bottle of Powerade. Zero healthy. Zero calories, I guess. Are you, just water there. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> are you are you drinking the new Gatorade uh, Smooth Finish? What are they, what do they call smooth that? Smooth Finish. They have a new Gatorade that's uh, it's like it's, it's regular Gatorade but with a smooth finish. I have a beef with Gatorade in general. <laughs> I forget what it was called. It's strictly because when you go to the fucking convenience store now, that lightning bolt means they, no. They have about four different kinds, but yeah. the labels all look very similar. What do they have? Zero cal. And they have G2. They have G2, G3. yet, do they? Huh? I thought the G2 they used was their low-calorie. They used to have, like, a zero-calorie one. Maybe that doesn't exist. There's, like, three or four Frost, fucking labels. Fierce. And it's, like, you don't even differentiate G2. them enough. G2 is the Whatever uh, just happened during to just Gatorade. Gatorade. It's the during-the-game Gatorade. They got Propel. <laughs> now, Propel looks different, but you don't even see Propel that often anymore. I used to drink it when I worked at Menards back in the day. Uh, on the rag. On the rag. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> Keeps you hydrated <laughs> when you're shedding skin. <laughs> oh, I, I gotta pee. <laughs> Where did we leave off, by the way? We're just we're done with the, uh, you know, adventure. Now we're on to the journey. Bogus, dude. Bogus. None, 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 none. Heinous. Yeah, you got you got the correct double negatives right. You did the quadruple negative. Yeah. Non. Non non. Non heinous. Jones, correct me if I'm wrong, but that means it's heinous. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Judges? Alright. Bill Ted's bogus journey. Who is Bill and Ted? It's a philosophical question. Who are we? Who are you to even ask that? Right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Directed by (laughs) Peter Hewitt, starring Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter again. William Sadler plays the Grim Reaper. Uh, Josh Ackland is Denomalos. 
which I got to point those two out because not only are they kind of main characters in the movie, they're also both villains in sequels. William Sadler is the villain in Die Hard 2, and uh, Josh Ackland is the villain in uh, Lethal Weapon 2. It's just been revoked. Bill Sadler's character in this movie uh, tells you how great his butt is. <laughs> in Die Hard 2, you actually get to see it. You do. Because nice. he, uh, he does naked uh, yoga. Yeah, or like Tai Chi or something. <laughs> so nice. Terrible. Because ah, that's... Nice. Uh, nice. It really uh, pushes Thank. the... <laughs> <laughs> really moves the story along, that naked uh, Tai Chi. All right. So in this one, well, we got to mention, you know, Pam Greer again. PJ. I got a full-on robot chubby. Uh, George Carlin again as Rufus. Amy Stotch is back as Missy. Hal Landon Jr. is back as Ted's dad. We have Annette uh, Zuki as Elizabeth and Sarah Trigger as Joanna. So they, they switched. They got new princesses. I was going to say, I didn't look it up, but I did not recognize them. Uh, Taj Mahal is the gatekeeper. Who the fuck's Taj Mahal? Was he the uh, the St. Peter guy? He's a, he's a musician, but yeah, he's St. Peter oh, guy. Oh, I don't, I don't know what... Isn't he a uh, like a big building in India? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Trump's building. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh that's where WrestleMania four and five were. <laughs> uh yeah, For he's a famous musician. He has a lot of soundtrack credits, so he must be a I'm guessing blues. Seeing the guitar there. Why, because he's black? No, because he has a guitar and he does not look like a hard rocker from the picture. Because he's black? <laughs> So he's the way he's dressed. Because he's not in uh, living color. Yes. He, he can't be a hard rocker. <laughs> um, Racist. <laughs> How is it that there was only one all-black uh, heavy metal band in the history of heavy metal? Who's that? Bad Brains? Living Color. Oh, yeah. Bad Brains was like a hardcore punk. Never heard of it. Never heard Bad of Brains? It. No. Also, did Look you guys notice brains. the band that was playing during the Battle of the Bands at the end? Primus. Megadeth? Primus. It was Primus. Oh. oh, Megadeth makes an appearance in here somewhere. Maybe on the... Oh, yeah, they... Uh, uh, Bill uh, offered to give Ted his Megadeth collection if they died, but they, oh, had, yeah. already, they had already... He had already died, so he, it was his. He said he would take it. <laughs> <laughs> So sharp fellows, those villains. <laughs> they were already in hell, so it was, you know they were Ted's to take. Storyline: A tyrant from the future creates evil android doubles of Bill and Ted and sends them back to eliminate the originals. Android doubles. Yeah. No tagline: Hell hath no pizza. <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. Yeah, they like, yeah, didn't eat like pizza at all during like, either right. of these movies. Well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was really big at the time. That's true. Those that's like the, f- the only connection I can, I can think of. <laughs> I mean, if they're stoners, they would want to eat pizza. Again, make but that they, you never but, see them actually eat Which Michelangelo, me. another big stoner that nobody talks about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just alluded to. He's always got the fucking munchies. Don't they all? It's big. Well, they all eat pizza, but I mean, it's always Michelangelo. It's like, we need to get some fucking pizza. <laughs> <laughs> He's Rath- the only one saying uh, cowabunga and shit like that. Raph's never like yelling at Leonardo, call up, order some pizza. It's always Michelangelo. Who isn't? Who? Raph? Raph? Raphael? Is it oh, weird God. that Raphael was my favorite? <laughs> Take Raph? I liked Raphael the best, but he was the biggest asshole. 
Yeah, well, so he was the most enlightened. Does that say something about me? You're allowed to have that opinion. I like uh, I like him. He was the best. I didn't like. He's the best. <laughs> Growing up, I didn't like Michelangelo. I don't, he, was, he fucking annoyed me. I was a big Splinter fan. I like Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> Casey Jones. He's he's Banff. He always just kills the mood in the room. <laughs> okay, now can we let's get the movie here. So what had happened was, <laughs> so this tyrant, Anomalos, uh, Lethal Weapon 2 guy, he comes and decides he's going to change the future, or in his case, the, his present, by sending these evil robots back in time to A, kill Bill and Ted, but also to deliver to the take famous... Their, take their spot on the Battle of the Bands and deliver mm-hmm. the speech. Only it's his speech. And he's already written new history books, so... The, the class that Rufus is teaching that the dude interrupts, they already got new history books to learn before the shit even uh, finishes. Who was that? Uh, I forget. What, what rock star was there again? Oh, they. Uh, so you had uh, uh, Thomas Edison, Johann Sebastian Bach, Sir James Martin of Faith No More, and then some lady from the future. Is it, what is he called? Anomalos. He's like, guy's such a. What does he call him? He's wearing the glasses, sunglasses. Oh, shit. Did I write that down? Uh, I think you just called him. Uh, oh, he, he says, what a shithead. <laughs> what, a, what a shithead. <laughs> Jim Martin, he was, uh, yeah, he was in Faith No More. He was a guitarist. There's, uh, he quit the band to grow giant fucking uh, pumpkins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True story. Does he chunk them? No, I think he was growing them for... Uh, <laughs> no, no, it was like uh, it was like pumpkin growing contest. Yeah. Pumpkin chunkin, chunkin. Don't tell me you've never been pumpkin chunkin, chunkin. That's what they call chunkin. Doing what? They're launching it out of like trebuchets or cannons when they they call those that contests. Chunk- chunking. I believe it's chunking. No, he was oh, he was pumpkin chunkin. He was growing like six <laughs> tall pumpkins. He chunk them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a pumpkin? You gonna chunk it? <laughs> No, no, he was, he was growing pumpkins that were tall as him, but she had to put on a fucking flatbed to move. Ah, well, you can chunk those too. I think. Seems like you made a good life choice there. <laughs> <laughs> another another fun fact, uh, bringing it back to wrestling, <laughs> there was a there was a there was a wrestling fan that showed up to like every event in the '90s. I don't know how he got all these tickets, but he looked just like Jim Martin. So uh, the Who's wrestlers just. <laughs> What? <laughs> Who's Jim Martin? The guy we've been talking about for the last two minutes. <laughs> hey, no, okay. Fucking a. <laughs> he looked like he looked Brett, like Jim Martin. So please uh, bring us back to wrestling. <laughs> so all the all the wrestlers just called him the Faith No More guy. Ah. And who's the Faith No More guy? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sir James Martin of Faith No More. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, he quit the band to grow giant pumpkins. Okay, does after, he chunk them? <laughs> I don't know what that fucking means. It's like the end of the show. You'll see it on like TLC or something. You know, you don't learn a lot by watching people don't shoot pumpkins the TLC. on cannons. <laughs> what are you, you watching? You see it when you're flipping through. Little pumpkin. Big I don't world. flip past the TLC channel. Little pumpkin. Big chunk. Fucking do this. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Little is that, pumpkin. Is that like a honey boo boo thing? Are they chunking pumpkins on honey boo boo? <laughs> it's catchy. It's like it's it's on as frequently as the world's strongest man. <laughs> I haven't seen the world's strongest man on TV. No, in like five years. The one that I remember back in the day was the world's strongest kid. 
Remember that one on no, TLC? No, I don't. No? The dad was feeding his kids steroids. The kid is fucking jacked. <laughs> Thanks, dad, I would say. Got a sixer in fucking fifth grade. No balls. He's just doing killer pull-ups. Well, he probably got all the balls if he's on steroids. <laughs> Does it shrink him, though? Well. Yeah. Well, he's probably. But his wiener looks bigger because his balls look smaller. <laughs> <laughs> and he has no pubes, so he can see all of it. Well, Killing it, it looks bigger. They're Killing probably it. they're probably fluctuating because it, it caused early puberty. And then, uh, then shrinks them, and then uh, I don't know. We probably shouldn't talk about this. All right, yeah, let's, let's, go to, uh, let's get back to Bogus Journey. Oh man! So the evil robot Bill and Ted are pretty much the same as the regular. They're just programmed because they still do the air guitar. We're total metalheads. Because like, <laughs> um, he annoys Denomalos to no end, um, so he sends it back in time. Well, Bill and Ted are uh, auditioning. They go to the, it's the Circle K, or is it a different gas station? Is that I Circle think it's K. Circle K. Yep. And Rufus had thrown his guitar yep. on top of the time machine. And it's like kind a of, fucking fishing rod. Yeah, yeah like he was tubing fishing or something rod. <laughs> yeah. behind the boat, and he goes through time. And even though when they land, they look for Rufus, and they can't find him. They try to land on a cat. Yeah. Which Aim is, for that cat. Which is yeah. a great, it's a great running gag. They fucking... Every time they see a cat, they're trying to kill it. <laughs> yeah, when they're cruising down the street, too, in the Porsche. Yeah. That's right. They get him. Get, get the him, cat. Get him. Get the cat. And then when he, they run into the house because they're trying to kill a cat, too, right? Oh, like Missy? Just killing that. <laughs> killing that. <laughs> we got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> we both winked for you, you people who can't see. <laughs> So let's get to my first clip, which is um, they go and meet Bill and Ted at his apartment, Bill and Ted's apartment, well, which I, I, we I, touched on that a little bit because um, you want to set up that whole scene because they're not they're not doing so hot in life. Even though they're out of high school, like Ted is, you know, like um, I think they're at a party like a. Well, it was the uh, princess's uh with like 284th birthday party <laughs> or 584th yeah. birthday yeah. party or something. <laughs> 521 i think maybe i can't remember i i got a quote here from when they're uh auditioning for the battle of the bands uh <laughs> miss wardrobe pam greer miss wardrobe uh says uh the girls can play but you guys suck and uh one of them goes well girls mature faster than guys <laughs> and the other one goes uh plus they started in the 15th century Ted goes, they're from medieval England. I mean, medieval Iowa. <laughs> so they're still not smooth at covering up anything. Ted is the worst. He's, he's the, definitely the dumber of the two. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, Bill tends to have the bigger vocabulary. I think Bill is uh, smarter than you give anybody might give him credit for. Because he comes up with all these schemes. Yeah. But... Who comes up with the scheme to build good robot uses? <laughs> Ted. Ted saves the day. That's right. Get to that later. I can't believe Missy divorced your dad and married mine. Yeah. So Missy's now moved on to <laughs> Ted's dad now. Yeah. For no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, she she divorced Bill's dad sometime between the two movies and married Ted's. I think they just didn't want to keep <laughs> his dad in the movie. 
anymore. No, he was because he was at the party and he was all. <laughs> was oh, so that's all right. Depressed yeah, himself because yeah. he saw because she's like playing crying. kissy face with you know Captain Logan. Yeah, he's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then Colonel Oates was there and he says it's not too late to come to Alaska. Yeah, because it's basically rehashing a lot of old old stuff. Yeah, in the first so one. basically. He might have to go to Alaska if he doesn't start making money. Is that the deal? Well, they, yeah, they didn't have any money for uh, for rent because they didn't have jobs. Now so they needed to win the battle of the bands to get their band going. Were they seniors in the, the first yeah. one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so they're yeah, they're in an apartment. Right? So you can still go to military academy? Well, well, it's ever, it's, he said it's not too late. Yeah. He spells it out for you. I guess. Can't be any more clear than that. <laughs> <laughs> he is the colonel. It is his school. It's the Colonel Oates uh, Military Academy. So they, they do get a spot at the Battle of the Bands. Pam Greer just kind of like lets them. She says, I'll put you on last so you know everybody else will be gone by then. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, well, yeah, do, that doesn't you make put sense. put the worst band on last because... Everybody will be gone. Yeah, why would they yeah. leave? Nobody would know who fucking won <laughs> unless you stay until the end. Right. So it's a battle of the bands. They don't even <laughs> announce a winner at the end anyways. It's just like Bill and Ted just win automatically. Well, they traveled through Just time. by default because they were last. Wild Stallions. Wild Stallions! <laughs> so they're sitting in there. Well, another reason they get the spot at all is because Rufus is Miss Wardrow in... Yep. Costume. You find that out Zip much up. later. Yeah. Take it off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Well, Bill and Ted they proposed to the princess is at that uh, birthday party. Yeah, that's right. That they do with those nice uh, plastic heart rings that they got from the the cracker jack rings. Yeah. You don't have any clips from that, do you? Uh, no. My but favorite I- part of that was. Uh, after they said yes, Bill kissed his uh, his fiance, and then he just yells, "Yeah!" right in her face. <laughs> <laughs> Another hole in the story: Why the hell do Bill and Ted need rent if they can just go fucking live with the princesses? Well, they're well, they don't they serious, don't live with the dude. princesses because the princesses are most chaste. Yes, I know, but they did just propose, and you could live there. You know, you can live together without having sex. Well, you need written consent these days. Well, in the in the old days, you couldn't live together until you were married. Yeah, like actually married. So, <laughs> plot hole filled. <laughs> they explained that that the princesses were most <laughs> in, medieval, <laughs> in medieval Iowa. <laughs> they had to wait until they're married until they move in. Yeah. So like, they're also 521 years old. So, so you really think that the princesses would let Ted be sent or have to go to Alaska to the military academy because they can't make ends meet and they're thrown out on the curb? Well, where do the princesses have money from? Did they bring it with them? No, that's another hole. It's a hole within a hole. They, they were jobs. living with Missy though, weren't they? Princesses? So they'd be living with Missy and Ted's. I don't know. Dad. It, was fucking, it was fucking weird. <laughs> I don't remember. I thought they were. I, there was a there's a reason why they weren't living with Bill and Ted. It was because they weren't married. And when uh, the robot Bill and Ted, when they reveal, they take out their faces. When Denomalo's giving his speech, I thought they looked just like. Uh, you guys remember the first Game Boy? 
well, like the second or third edition that came out, they had like the clear see-through. Mm-hmm. I had one of those. Oh yeah, so did yeah. I. It looked exactly like that because it was like the see-through plastic with like the green and the, uh, like the motherboard and then the yeah. the little cables or whatever. So they basically just look like Game Boys. We're total metalheads. <laughs> <laughs> I um, hate them. I hate the robot version of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, yeah, they're sitting there uh, downtrodden, thinking about how they're going to win the Battle of the Band, shit like that. Evil Bill and Ted come in and, you know, try and convince them that they're going to help them out. Not bad. Let's make it bad. That's what they say when they come out of the time machine. Ted, what? I have a feeling we're about to embark upon a most unprecedented expedition. Dude, what? I got a full-on robot chubby. Later, Evil Ted. Later. That was Missy, right? Picture of Missy? Yeah. Yeah. It's a picture of his mom in his apartment. Nice and framed. Like, sitting there right by the door. Because they, yeah, come with us. You know, we'll explain everything. Which they explain very little. Because he's like, he tells him to guess what number he's yeah. thinking of. How like many numbers? Uh, how many fingers am I gonna hold up? Yeah, holds up three. He goes three. Yeah. Bo, they must be us. <laughs> Bill's just acting like a robot. Bill's just a fucking asshole. And once they get in the van, they throw the you know the real ones in the back. <laughs> they just treat them like shit. <laughs> I put some heat back here. <laughs> Shut up, Bill. <laughs> Thank God, dude, you that other you's a real dick. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, they tell remember. him that uh, the princesses are out in the desert. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to meet him. Bill has to remember to be more considerate to himself when he becomes uh, the other Bill. <laughs> I, got a, <laughs> I got a clip from that right when they get out to the desert. Out! So? We're Joanna and Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> they're not here! Yeah, we lied. Here's the truth. We're totally going to kill you now. (laughs) No way! Yes way, Ted. We're fully programmed to do it. Yeah, and we want to do it, too. (laughs) You dick, Bill! (laughs) Ow! You're metal, dude! I know. Check it out. (laughs) Whoa! Whoa! Let's go. Bogus. Yeah, so they're like, oh, metal dude. They, they all four of them together in unison start doing the air guitar. Fucking hilarious. I like when they uh, lift their shirt to show them uh, their their robot insides. They just got the the most cut six pack. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> just fucking chiseled. It's like Derek in the treehouse. You want to touch this shit? You want to touch these bad boys? <laughs> so they march up the uh, pretty much this, the same mountain from the Star Trek episode they were previously watching. Yeah. The famous, it's a famous Star Trek episode. I believe it's called Arena. It's where he battles the big lizard dude, Captain Kirk does. So they go up the same set or whatever was used for that. For what point they need to make that reference? <laughs> I Again, I have no idea. I don't know, they just wanted to like, hey, we'll just add more references and then that'll be a cool 
I think it's like Brett was saying. They're writing the script, and they were like, yeah, let's put in that Star Trek scene. And it's like, what if they got up to the desert? That, let's just, same scene. <laughs> Super Perfect. smart writing. Yeah. It's the most smartest writing. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're sitting there. Like, you mean we got the same clip from Star Trek? Let's put that episode in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be so meta. So they're about to... Uh, toss him off the uh, side of the cliff was meta a thing in 91 uh, is that a thing people talked about was meta kind of but not really I was not in the uh i wasn't talking about meta in 91 yeah well i was i was throwing it around <laughs> <laughs> i was curious all right let's <laughs> they're about to throw him over the cliff and i got a clip from that We gotta do something. Dudes, even though you're doing this, we, we, we love you. We love you. Fags! Fags. <laughs> Catch you later, Bill and Ted! <laughs> For a good second or two, watching their loogie and making sure it lands right. It on. was about the most anticlimactic <laughs> loogie ever. <laughs> it but just the, let but it the roll. preparation really sells it, I think. Right. Well, he was going but for you're, accuracy, you're, though. Right. You expect like, and it's like no, it's like oh, let it roll off it's the, the lips. It's the Ace like when nature calls. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was it was so cool to call people fags back in the day. Yeah. yeah. They're still trying to hold on to a 91. <laughs> I don't think it became uncool till maybe like five, ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. He has, uh, Not my social circle. Have you watched Waiting <laughs> in the past few years? Yeah, but did that get... I thought I had... That was like 2007? I, yeah. But that was probably called Distasteful or some shit like that. But it was I like bet. a popular movie at the time, but like... I don't yeah. think it was popular. I don't think it was popular. <laughs> I, I had a lot of friends or like people that knew about it like ryan reynolds that was one of his kind of stepping stone movies i know right after van wilder i know people big. knew knew about it but i don't think it was popular have you not seen still waiting <laughs> <laughs> i haven't but i'm curious if you have straight to dvd you know with no yeah. ryan reynolds if i did it was on tv yeah mostly the new cast i remember watching andy milanakis <laughs> i remember watching yeah. waiting and hating it uh, oh i, I enjoyed like, it yeah. i liked waiting yeah, but they they say fake constantly in there, and they have all these you know these gay jokes that they're yeah. showing each other dicks, you know their dicks and their balls and stuff. I can't believe all these homos working around here. <laughs> he shows them as nuts. Yeah, you yeah. kind of notice that that movie isn't really on TV anymore. Uh, no, that, that's what you, I'm saying. I, I, I think just... waiting, like the humor, it's funny, but I think at that time that it was, was, pro- it, was, it, was pro- it was probably I bet you there was probably critics who said this is distasteful. 
oh, it's rude humor type thing like that. Like, it was pre-Obama, though, so. Yeah, that's Bush. When, when Obama came in, that's when uh, the shit really uh, got It was right cut, after cut the out. Hillary Duff commercial, as Dane Cook put it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you guys shouldn't say that. So that gay. was probably around 2006, yeah. 2007. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that was gay, wasn't it? That was more gay. That's that like Kimberly. Gay. What, I think fag has been what was the girl's not name good for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do think probably mid nineties to late nineties, fag was probably something you shouldn't say. Probably in a bigger city. Out in rural Minnesota where we grew up though, I I called people fags right up through high school. Yeah, it, but never, nobody it never really, really meant gay. And nobody really said anything either. So it was like, Yeah, you shouldn't have done it, but you did because well, it was we, socially accepted around there. Yeah. Uh so, yeah, like when we were growing up, it didn't really mean gay if you just said fag. If you really meant, if somebody was calling somebody gay, they would have said like faggot. They would have done the whole double G O T. Yeah, if you really, if you're being more mean than funny. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It I, was just thrown around like anything you It was like around. the douche I mean, term of the time. Nobody really said douchebag back then. We started to bring douche back in high school. Yeah. I got a kick out of douche. <laughs> That's funny. I think it was uh, Eminem and uh, Elton John was when that what became uh, uncool. Once Eminem broke the bridge. Cause, cause, well, because Eminem kept saying cool. it in his music. Mm-hmm. Kept talking about faggots and stuff in his music. And then he did a duet with Elton John and they hugged. Yeah, and that was the end of it. He slipped on the tongue. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> uh, that was the uh, somebody else did that. Uh, was was using gay slurs and they they did a duet with Elton John and it was all cool. It might have been Axl Rose, but I don't remember. I thought it was somebody else. There was a, there was another person. Yeah, there was sure. another person that it was similar kind of setup. Uh, nowadays, I would probably say it's pussy. I've heard that more, where people think that's derogatory towards well, women. Cunt is more. <clears throat> well, that's it. I think outside of England, cunt has always been <laughs> bad, hasn't yeah. it? I would say, yeah, I'd say so. But I would say pussy. I mean, I, pussy has always been like. Well, now everybody pussy says pussy because that. Trump said it on a bus one time. Well, but I've heard, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard more people now say like you shouldn't even say that because that's like same. You throw like a girl. That's another one I've heard more. All right, so Anyways. Bill and Ted are dead. <laughs> <laughs> you you might want to cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling I have to uh, cut out the last ten minutes of our podcast here. <laughs> Uh, we still we've never received one complaint. Just don't even <laughs> don't even like put a transition in there. Just a hard cut. Yeah. <laughs> so Bill and Ted are dead. <laughs> just just in the middle of a sentence, you know. Just pick up in a different sentence. Zed's dead. I release the director's cut of this episode in a year. Feel <laughs> <laughs> like God. Why Producer's was I, cut. Why was I listening to that? <laughs> then death shows up. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, they, hey, Bill, who's that? They're just like ghosts walking around the desert. And then, yeah, death is there and he's going to take him to the other side, but they Melvin him. Yeah. That's off in the distance. And Ted's like, who's that Bill? And Bill's like, who do you think it is, Ted? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the Green Reaper, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so they give him the Melvin, which like, I, I think we talked about. How that wasn't get, yeah. a common term for us. 
back in maybe the day. it was maybe it wasn't like I the remember. West Coast or, or I remember, remember that Ritz, but I I've really, never it, heard that before. I think I did a couple times, but most of it was because from this movie because I saw these movies that you know when I was four and five and six. So. I don't know if I if, I probably didn't learn it from these movies, unless it was like a, you know from somebody else who learned it from that. Mm-hmm. But I think there were other like shows or movies that you know talked about Melvin's Melvin. Which, for people who don't know, is a frontal wedgie. Yep. Yep. Wikipedia has its own page. Your death, your shoes are untied. Oh, oh, wait. (laughs) 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 Most of the movie, he's not even wearing shoes. He's just barefooted. Death is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) He's dumber than Bill and Dead. So they they go and try and, you know, warn the princesses or help them out. And they're... They're uh, real Bill and Ted's apartment, but obviously the evil robots are there ruining their relationships. Come over here and put out. You know, they're trying to. <laughs> you guys are, you know. We used to be and... pussweeds, but now we're metal. <laughs> <laughs> so they're getting all handsy and, uh, and rapey, and then uh, the princesses are uh, appalled and they throw the rings down. They walk out and. The, they walk through Bill and Ted, which is a pretty cool. Yeah, because they're there watching this, and they can't do anything to stop it. So then they get, uh, they're gonna try and warn his dad because his dad's a cop. And uh, I got a clip from that. They uh, they possess, he possess uh, Ted possesses his dad, and then Bill ends up possessing this other guy that's like uh, the sergeant. Yeah, sergeant or whatever. All right. They worked in The Exorcist one and three. Is that in the clip? So. How do we do this? I don't know. Why don't you try something? <laughs> okay. You'll be downtown again with Cuchero. Oh, yes. Everybody. Whoa. Okay. Dudes. I mean, fellow policemen. My son, Ted Theodore Logan, and his friend, Bill S. Preston Esquire, have been murdered and replaced by evil robots from the future. You totally did it, dude. I totally possessed my dad. Okay. You gotta go over and arrest these robots so they don't ruin everything for me and Bill. I mean, uh, my son and Bill. And most importantly, they don't hurt the babes. Uh, The princesses. This isn't working. Oh, back me up, dude. You got it, dude. I totally believe you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, donuts. Whoa, excellent. Savory crawler. Yeah, I got really hungry being dead. Yeah. Bill, I don't think they believe us. We'll have to find somebody who will. Catch you later, cop dudes. Oh, yeah, catch you later. Yeah, sure. <laughs> So, Savory crawler. Yeah, what, what is that word you keep on saying? It's a, I don't know, some kind of donut. Okay. 
Let <laughs> me get that figured out. Oh, donuts. Can't forget the babes. <laughs> uh, the princesses. Um, I totally possessed my dad. So uh, the dad does a much better job of the impression yeah, probably. than the other guy. So they walk out of the police station like, well, we can't walk in there like this because they're going to go and try and warn people. Oh, Cruller, spelled C-R-U-L-L-E-R. You want to give a little description? It's a, uh, it's a twister. Okay. It's a fried pastry often made from a rectangle so of dough ones. with a cut made in the middle that allows it to be pulled over and through itself, producing twists. Twists, we got it. We know the pastry. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's those. Those are good. They've been described as uh, resembling a small braided torpedo. <laughs> Very descriptive. I thought they said crawler, like a bear crawl. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. But all right, so Missy is having a séance at her house. Yeah, I had the clip, but I got rid of it because it was just too stupid. Too much, well, it's too, much, it's too much going on. <laughs> too much, you know, terrible noise, like background noise. Yeah. So they're doing a séance, trying to connect with the dead, and obviously Bill and Ted are there, and so they start communicating with them. Was it, do you do you want me to go over the the people they were trying to connect with? Sure. Gandhi, Anne Boleyn, Aristotle, President Chester A. Arthur, Clark Gable, Charlemagne, and Missy wanted to connect with Ty Cobb. <laughs> Again, doesn't make any fucking sense. Ty Cobb, no that, rhyme or reason. That ultra racist baseball hall of famer. <laughs> <laughs> so they. They're kind of hovering above the seance, and Ted is just looking down. Missy Shirley, oh, he can totally sit down. And Bill's like, dude, that's your mob, dude. Because <laughs> now it's his mob. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, wait, yeah, move over. <laughs> <laughs> they do that joke in the uh, the first movie, too, where I think it was in the beginning when uh, they were in yeah. the bedroom, you know, and she's, she's serving the sandwiches. and uh, She's bending over. And, and she's bending over. You can see down her shirt. and uh, Rehash. Yeah, Ted says, "Dude, that's your mom." <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> so Missy uh, sends them to hell. Yep, they get sent to hell. They uh, they fall for a very long time and proceed to play twenty questions. Dude, this is a deep hole. <laughs> <laughs> which is actually the DVD menu, which yeah. is pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty uh, solid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Play 20 questions. We say, am I a mineral? Are you a mineral? Yeah. Are you a tank? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guess, dude. <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Jump from mineral to tank. <laughs> Only one question was needed out of the 20. Because he got it on the second question. Am I a tank? <laughs> oh, man. Then they land in hell and they're like, this is not what I expected it to look like. We totally got lied to by our album covers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that line. Bill, who's that? Who do you think it is, Ted? Yeah. How's it going, Beezlebub? <laughs> calls him Beezlebub. How do we it's get like, his attention? Side of the devil, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, devil dude. Down here, two little guys. So, yeah, they, uh, they're kind of sitting down in the tunnels. Yeah. And they're, uh, I got some clips from that. You got a bad rap up there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and like it's like their own personal nightmares. They're going through the tunnels, and there's all these doors to like memories of their childhood. Yeah, for one where and then Easter Ted stole his little brother's Easter basket. Well, the the first one they go in together, and it's Colonel Oates. And uh, I got a clip from that. You got, <laughs> you got a clip from that one? I do, because he's kind of dressing them down. And yes, sir. They're in hell, sir. <laughs> Who's that? It's Oates! No way! Gentlemen! Welcome to hell. No way. What? No way, sir! You too. We'll do whatever I tell you to do from now on. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Dude! What? Yes, dude! Sir! What? Yes, sir! Sir! Dude! Get down and give me infinity. Sir! Dude! <laughs> sir! Dude! <laughs> There's no way I can do infinity push-ups, dude. Maybe if you let's, let's do them girly style. Yeah, and then they get, uh, they split up, and yeah, so the, Bill goes into one of his memories, which is like an early birthday party for uh, Granny S. Preston Esquire. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he's, he's like, what, eight, nine years old, maybe? Yeah. Maybe Give less. us a kiss. And it's like, you know, gross, nightmarish grandmother. Ted's doing the, I got a clip from that, where he stole his Easter basket of his little brother. You stole the consistent biscuit. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> you stole the consistent biscuit. Biscuit. This shit used to scare the hell out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> I watched it over and over. This is like the part I like didn't like as much. Yeah. It creeped me. Well, I was like five, but it does six. get a little darker than well, a little creepier than the first. Well, they are in hell, right? They are in hell. So, they're in hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, personal nightmares, uh, especially the little kid stuff you can relate to. Little kiss your grandmother. Just, with like, just, you know, you got the mustache. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the Granny S. Preston Esquire <laughs> had a hell of a long one. Yeah. Quite the whiskers. Give us a kiss. Um, I can't relate to that. <laughs> You loved your grandma? Is that what you're saying? We didn't kiss. <laughs> or hug or do any affection. What about on the lips? Huh? On the lips? Zero. No. no. Zero. Just cheek? Nothing. Nothing. Not a... Not a no, <laughs> no love for the grandmas. No the affection in the Jones household. Affection is weakness. That, is, that explains a lot. That explains a lot. <laughs> That explains why you use fag till you're 28. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. We're going to get kicked off iTunes. <laughs> That'd be funny if they did, though. Not Stitcher, though. They need all the help they can get. <laughs> Stitcher for life. Um, we got to throw some more liberal stuff in here well, and then we'll stay in. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about it? Uh, after they're fed up with their nightmares they they take it up with mr devil that was not 
So yeah, that's that's more the, I guess, context I would have used it, because he's not calling the devil gay. Yeah. Him fag is in like deuce or jerk or asshole, mm-hmm. that type of thing. That's how you would have used it. You're saying, yeah. compared to what the first movie and how he uses it, <laughs> I'm not sure what you're. Well, they could or they earlier it, or, or earlier in this movie. Well, that's also they're alluding to gay. They're not alluding to gay here in this context. I Devil didn't you. do anything yeah. gay. They they say fag when they hug each other in the first one. Choose your In the destiny. second one, he says he loves. They love the robot versions. Yeah, which is male on male stuff. That's would be yeah. It's derogatory against gay people. This one not so much because Devil didn't do anything gay. Well, I think in ninety one. <laughs> in ninety one, so uh, need Louis C. I think it was okay to describe what the devil is doing as gay. Because it was pretty lame. Yeah. You need the Louis C.K. button. Back in the day. Explaining it. Just just the whole bit on there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Then they got to play the the Reaper. They do. In a nice uh, parody of The Seventh Seal, film The Seventh Seal, where a man has to play chess with death on a beach, Mm -hmm. trying to get his life back. And they proceed to play four games. Well, Turns they, into a best four out of seven. Yeah, every time Death loses, he's uh, it's two out of three. three I out believe of five, this guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> they start with Battleship. No way! You have sunk my Battleship. I hit. I hit. <laughs> you have sunk my Battleship. <laughs> and then he loses in Clue because he guesses it was... Uh, it was Colonel um, Mustard. Colonel he th- Mustard. He thought it was Colonel Mustard. Yeah. But it was Professor Plum. I said Professor Plum. I said Plum. <laughs> you said mustard. <laughs> <laughs> then they play electric football. Which yeah, he, the he guy just, just, he's just pissed off. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys have that growing up, electric football? No. no. I didn't, didn't either. I had, like, a couple of uh, French friends, like, you'd be over at their house, and, like, they had it, but we'd, like, never play because they always say, like, uh kind of sucks or it's broken or <laughs> you know, it whatever. sucks it they just vibrate just, <laughs> i didn't know it was an actual like competitive game that you could play until this movie because like i had seen it like on tv and commercials or some shit but it was always just like a bunch of little football dudes vibrating and nothing happening so i saw an espn documentary or e60 or some shit on some guy in can't remember what city it is, Philadelphia or something. All of him and his buddies, they're all old. They get together in his basement and they play that. Like competitively. So people do still that's, <laughs> that's like that's their what I don't thing. Get, they there's a fun fact that they mention it's, you know in the first one, Excellent Adventure, you can see the game in the background, one of the scenes or ever. So you, you're supposed to like uh, connect the dots connect the dots like ooh, they've they've been playing this for years and they're really good at it yeah it's like it, you don't have to be good at it. <laughs> it, seems, it seems like a game of chance yeah yeah and then they play twister which is a pretty hilarious scene 
Mm-hmm. Although I noticed uh, when Ted was spinning the twister thing, he called out what the fucking thing was before it stopped. He's like, right foot red, and the fucking spinner is still going. Like, dude, wait for it to stop. I guess I missed that part. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, next time you watch, take a look. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind it. Uh, so yeah, he finally beats him. And uh, death finally concedes. Yeah, dude, you. <laughs> he congratulates him on a, a well played uh, game of Twister, especially <laughs> with his heavy death ropes. <laughs> and death goes, "Don't patronize me." <laughs> can you like take us to somebody who can help us? He goes, "God, he really needs to learn about sportsmanship." <laughs> <laughs> you said, "Don't fear the reaper." I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Blue oyster cult. So they get up to heaven. Yeah. And to get into heaven, well, they don't, you know, they obviously don't look like they belong, so they mug three people (laughs) outside the gates of heaven. They're giving out, out, like, pamphlets or uh, flyers outside. Welcome to heaven. Welcome to heaven. And it's like, only the most enlightened souls will gain entry or something like that. And they're like, oh, we're not getting in here. So they, they mug three uh, three wise dudes. And then uh, St. Peter's got to ask him the meaning of life. And I got a clip. How's it going? What is the meaning of life? <clears throat> Every rose has its thorn. Just like every night. As it's dawn, just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose has a thorn. Don't I know you? No. Oh, the clip's over. (laughs) No. (laughs) Death, by the way, is dressed as a woman. Yeah. He's in a a dress with, with like, a sunbonnet of sorts. But you can still see his robes underneath. (laughs) Yeah. It's on over his robes and then his pasty white bald face. Yeah. He's still got the... He had, like, a hood. What do they call it? A scythe? Sith or Sith? Sith? Scythe. Scythe. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. That big thing that death always has. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what it is. So then they talk to God. He gives them a little... What is that disc that he gives them? I think it's like a map. Okay. Is what I think, because they're like falling yeah. around. Yeah. Because then they stumble out of there, which death apologizes to God. Says, Sorry, you know, they melvined me. You you probably already know, but we uh, mugged three uh, wise people and stole their clothes to get in. But <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry for that. <laughs> and then uh, we get outside and we see people like uh, Albert Einstein and some other famous people playing charades with. I think Ben Franklin station. was there. Yep, Ben yeah. Franklin. Yeah. Somebody, some other people, but they're looking for the the most uh, the smartest scientist in the in the universe or the galaxy or whatever. Yeah, Station, apparently, is their name. What kind of name is Station? I don't know. Must be some kind of future guy. Well, it's funny. Throughout the movie, evil robot Ted says Station all the time. Yeah. Station. (laughs) So there's a clip of the charades. Apparently, it's a movie. 
All we gotta do is find that scientist. What kind of name is Station anyway? I don't know. Must be some kind of future guy. scientist in the entire universe would be from Earth? Well, yeah. <laughs> Movies! Nine words. Fire? Cigarettes? Clouds, clouds! Smoke! Butch and Sundance, the early years. I never got that joke until I bought the Smoking the Bandit three pack like a year ago and saw that I knew Smoking the Bandit three, but he said Smokey is the Bandit. I didn't know what that meant. Is that the name of the third one? Actually? Uh, I actually can't remember if that's a full title. Let's see here. Where are you, Smokey? Here we go. Butch and Sundance, the early years. <laughs> this is Smoking the Bandit part three. Yeah, but it, in in the in part three, Smokey is the bandit because Burt Reynolds isn't in it until a cameo appearance at the end, and Smokey the the cop is kind of working with the truckers. Kind of tables have turned. It's a sh- don't watch it. It's yeah. shitty. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I think it was funny enough not knowing what they were fucking talking about. Right. Yeah. Smokey is the bandit. <laughs> Thanks, Einstein. <laughs> well, he said it was nine words, and that's nine words. Yes. Yeah. I did notice in that clip listening to just now that uh, Station is a fucking cheater at trades because he said Station like a hundred times. Station. <laughs> station. That is Station. <laughs> <laughs> that takes me to the end of the clips. We're through. That's the last clip. It's the last clip. I was, I was wrong. I actually only had 21 clips. No. Perfect. Well, Evil, uh, evil Bill and Ted, they... Uh, they go pay his visit to Missy and the Princesses. Because they say they got to go ruin their relationships, even though they already, already fucking did. did that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're driving the Porsche that they stole earlier in the movie. Searching for cats. Trying, the to, way. trying to run over fucking cats. <laughs> and then Bill's got a bright idea. They're just going to fucking go full speed into the curb and then go through the windshield, through the front window, and into, <laughs> the, into the living room. That was pretty baller. All three of them, <laughs> Missy and the princesses, are there, right? Yeah. Yep. So that might make sense that they're living with Missy. Yeah. Yep. And he, uh, Bill puts Missy to sleep with evil robot breath. Catch you later, future wife. That's where he says it. He gives her some evil robot breath. Um, they explain the whole, uh, the whole uh, plot to to Missy and the princesses. Yeah. The, the whole plan to ruin Bill and Ted. Connecting dots. Once again. <laughs> <laughs> Want to make sure you're 
about following three along. times to do it. Are you still following along? <laughs> we'll repeat. Uh, Bill asked, you know, Ted to come up with an idea for Station because they can't really, really talk to Station because he. Two little aliens. All he says is Station. And they yeah, later combine to form one, which is, I believe, is why their name is Station. Yeah. It's like a two parts together. Why it's station? And he's uh, he yeah, doesn't what? have any clothes on. He's quite quite the schnozola on him too. Yeah, yeah, he does. I think the <laughs> I think the implication is that he's Jewish. <laughs> because of the implication. <laughs> um, but Ted comes up with the idea to build good robot asses to battle the evil robot asses. Yeah, because the, the Bill evil, was blown away by that idea. The evil robot, <laughs> the, old, the evil robot thems have already killed them, and yeah. so they know they can't beat them on their own. Yep, they're stronger than us. They're way smarter than us, <laughs> and they already killed us once. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point there, Ted. So they go to the hardware store and get some supplies. <laughs> <laughs> Death's looking at stuff. He's trying. He's scoping stuff out. He's doing a little shopping for himself, I think. <laughs> well, he was he was looking for an upgrade on his scythe. <laughs> yeah. And he decided not to. He, he, yeah. He's going to stick with the old one. <laughs> There's a dude smoking in one of the aisles, and he goes, see you real soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Death's had some good lines. Because apparently you can smoke in the uh, the hardware store. Back 91? In uh, oh, yeah. Oh, sure, some hardware stores. In the, in the place that Brett and I work, you could smoke there in the early 90s at your desk. In the office building? Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, early 90s. And they could have, they had bottles of booze in their drawer and they'd just drink it whenever. Allegedly. Anything went on in the early <laughs> 90s. Was it Anything still your your existing employer on that space? Mm. Or somebody else? Well, I, I think he means the, the employer. The merger? The employer. Well, huh? I don't know. There was a merger. What are you talking about? <laughs> the fuck <laughs> just got a call from the league office We're talking merger <laughs> <laughs> all right enough about that yeah anyway businesses you can smoke in the early 90s love them didn't give a fuck all right um next let's see what else i got in my notes get smoking the bandit three out of the way <laughs> uh, well they're driving to the battle of the bands while uh station is putting the the robots together in the van and uh Death's doing his part, making some wigs. <laughs> Death's a real yeah. bitch. I gotta admit, I know they got those those parts at the uh, Builders Emporium is the name of the the place. Yeah, but the robot they they look like shit. Robots look like shit. Well, they were <laughs> using 1991 supplies. <laughs> they looked like shit. They didn't have time to smooth it out and paint it. They let I the guess paint not. dry. They were spraying that paint in those that van. All the windows were closed. They're probably <laughs> fucking high as fuck when they got to the Battle of the Bands. Other implications. So yeah, the Battle of the Bands, which is, I think is actually the weakest part of the movie. You are a most excellent probably, scientist, yeah. Station. Plus, you got an excellently large or excellently huge Martian butt. <laughs> <laughs> and then Death gets uh, jealous. He said, "Don't overlook my butt. I work out all the time, <laughs> and reaping burns lots of calories." <laughs> do you know reaping burns lots of calories it does that's what i learned 
Better get to reaping. God, so many people go to jail for reaping these days, though. That, uh, hey, you reap what you sow. <laughs> Am I right? Did they catch Guys? the slum reaper? <laughs> God, reap what you sow. Uh. All right, so they're at the Battle of Bands. Primus just got done singing South Park. Well, not quite. Cause Wild Stallions! Did you um, notice the good robot villain's head broke through a, a brick wall? Where the fuck did that wall come from? And why are they walking through a wall? Why didn't they just come in with the rest of them? They set that up. Theatrics. <laughs> all that time Mulder's talking about. They're it's also like that's building not even a wall. their wall. It's not even their wall. We they, should all build they built walls. They built a wall. <laughs> build that wall. <laughs> build, build that wall. Build that wall. Look, Trump is just all over building <laughs> It was the most greatest wall in <laughs> Wild the most luxurious. And <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Trump might have based his campaign. And the Mexicans burst Ted. through the wall. We need to read. We need to do a redo of Bill and Ted and really get to the bottom of this. Well, they've been very close to making the third one for the past couple of years. Keeps on getting delayed, but Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves are still plan on doing it. Well, Alex Winter be. ain't got nothing else going on. <laughs> he actually he does a lot of behind the camera stuff. He does a lot hey, of stop, like, rock documentaries and stuff. Yeah, so he's involved. Like, oh, he does yeah, stuff. there was I forgot the one band I saw. He was coming out with a documentary. He's done music videos. Uh, some of the music featured in this movie and Excellent Adventure. He directed the music videos for. Um, I believe one of them, Extreme, the band Extreme. Extreme, yeah. No, more than words. Yeah, more than words. They sang that song. More than words. That song sucks. By the way, is all I have to do to make (laughs) it real. What a shitty song. Yeah. So, like I said, he ain't got nothing going on. (laughs) Well, he didn't do that video. He did a. He probably did a cool song. (laughs) I just know it wasn't. He probably did a cool song. I can't. I can't remember the name of it. I think they got their name taken away after they put out more than words. So basically, it's, it's not extreme. That's that's the joke. <laughs> they confront the evil robots. Anybody who calls themselves extreme <laughs> probably is not extreme. You know who was the extreme? Bill Paxson and Twister. <laughs> the extreme. <laughs> you guys watched that recently? <laughs> <laughs> I know all about Dorothy. One they literally have dialogue. I forgot it was on this past weekend I, I about why they call him the because his you know naive new therapist wife is like. Why do you call him the extreme? And then, <laughs> what the fuck, Paul? Uh, guy overdosed on heroin. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, and he goes, because he's the extreme, baby. <laughs> they don't even explain it. They just <laughs> keep calling him the extreme. I haven't seen that movie since it was in the theaters. You're missing was, out, dude. for me. Little Helen Hunt. I liked old Helen Hunt. Nobody likes Helen I Hunt. I did. You weren't mad about her? <laughs> <laughs> Don't, please, nobody mention the reference. I really hope the listeners. She truly <laughs> researched it. She truly knew what women wanted. <laughs> well, Gibson didn't. But she did. <laughs> I can't think. And of she any fired him at the end of that movie, too. You know. You know why she did it though? Because she had to pay it forward. <laughs> <laughs> she was just paying it forward. Oh, man. 
All right. So we get That's, to rock 'em sock 'em robots. That's more Helen Hunt than we've ever needed. On hey, hey, that's as good as it gets. <laughs> I don't know if people are going to get the jump from television to film, though. They're going to be lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> where are we at in this movie the good robots versus the bad robots so they threw bill and ted off a cliff <laughs> <laughs> and go uh they do the rock'em sock'em robots is very anticlimactic because there's like no fight scene it's just they step up and just well the robots are just like well the evil robots are kind of just like Oh, we're screwed now, or something. Like that. Yeah, they're like being What's funny is they, they both take their own heads off earlier in the movie to play basketball and football with them, but when the when the good robots punch their heads off, that kills them. Yeah, that was very dumb. It was. Uh, I guess they they pulled their innards out too, but I'm gonna write a letter. And then they, <laughs> yeah, <'cause> then they, <laughs> they kind of explode. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Are you guys hogging up the Wi-Fi? I was trying to look up more Helen Hunt movies. <laughs> I ran out of Helen Hunt uh, material like 10 minutes ago. As good as it gets is the last I had. <laughs> All right. So they destroy the robots, yet they still can't fucking play a song. No, they're, they're no good. They're still not good. The novel shows up. Uh, he should have just showed up in the first place because he should have known his robots weren't going to fucking do what they're supposed to do. And they invoke the, pretty much the first movie again, where they're, <laughs> we're gonna put a key in, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get a cage, yep, and then Denomalo says, oh, I'm gonna get a key, and then I'm gonna get a gun, and then uh, Bill and Ted say, well, you gotta remember, only the winner gets to go back in time, and it was a fake gun. It's got one of them flags that comes out that says Wild Stallions rules, mm -hmm. and. Uh, they dropped a sandbag on him or something. Like, so we know. set up the key, we set up the gun. It's like, well, he just could have done the same thing, and then he would have been the winner. He could have set up another thing, like, hey, I brought an extra gun because I knew this one was fake. Well, he doesn't know that he, he lost, though. Yeah, but the whole premise of the movie, the, the whole movie wouldn't have happened then because he loses at the end. So he's rewriting history, at least for the purpose of the timeline of the movie. Because otherwise he wouldn't be able to do anything at all. Well, yeah, you'd think he would know that uh, that he lost based on the history that he was being taught in 2691. Yeah, because how are Bill and Ted going to die if they uh, already did the speech? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Terminator, no dude. <laughs> Fucking Terminator. <laughs> so yeah, they take care of him. And then uh, they find out who Miss Wardrobe is. Yeah. <laughs> she starts to unzip. I love the guy in the background. <laughs> Took it off, baby! <laughs> when, when Denomalos gets there, he, he zaps all the TV cameras. So they broadcast to every TV in the world. So... The Italian guy was not happy that his soccer was He's watching taking soccer. over. <laughs> yeah. Bella, 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 bella. They're just doing a bunch of like stereotypical like 
soccer things. No, like phrase. They had an Italian. They had a, a English family. They had some Chinese people. An English family is just William Sadler without his death makeup <laughs> on. <laughs> or it could have been American family. I forget. Does he talk? No, Does he have I think accent? they were English. I think they had accents. Couldn't remember. But it was like daylight there. Yeah. It was like 6 a.m. or something like that. Had to have been. Because it was midnight on the West Coast. And then, uh, so they quick step into the phone booth again and go back in time or just go through time. Spend, what, 18, 18 months of intense guitar training except for the yeah. two-week money honeymoon? Yeah, and they come back with babies. Yeah, and they're like a decent size. They're not just newborns. So That's they right. married immediately. <laughs> honeymoon must have been before they even... Like, we'll, we'll push off the learning <laughs> right? guitar. Let's bang first and make some kids. Yeah. Well, I don't think they were, I don't know, maybe they were nine months. Because it would be kind of the max. Yeah, you, they come back after a year and a half, and then they already have, like, a five-year-long beard. Yeah. <laughs> looking like ZZ Top. Bill comes back looking like ZZ Top, and then Ted's got the uh, the Van Dyke going. <laughs> the Van Dyke. That's what it's called. Look okay. it up. What's a crawler? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to explain like Oedipus turtles. again, too? Do I have to re-explain Oedipus also? Oh, I thought, Oedipus. Had, I thought you pronounced it wrong at first, but no. How do you pronounce it? So quick to correct you. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Should we do a, a correction on the next episode on our mispronunciations? <laughs> <laughs> After looking up the uh, the IPA? Maybe. Whatever that was abbreviation for. I also don't really get why Rufus had to hide in this wardrobe. He didn't hide that he was helping him in the first one. Because it's not like it affected the future that they knew that he was being he was helping them. Uh, well, I don't know if they... Uh, or was he... Hi- he uh, just couldn't convince the leader of the Battle of the Bands to let Bill and Ted in, so he had to take them over or create a fake over. persona. Well, maybe, he didn't kill Pam Greer. And maybe, maybe he build did. a suit out of her. <laughs> maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, horses. an Edgar situation going on. Or maybe he sent her back in time or forward in time or Pam something. Pam Greer, took her skin spot. is hanging off your bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So and you're then, telling uh, me yeah, you, didn't, suit. you didn't get a clip of uh, Death's little intro uh, rap before the the big finale? No, because even as a kid, that part always annoyed the fuck out of me. <laughs> I love that part. He's that doing part's fucking hilarious. Dancing around the stage. I always like, it made me. You might be a king a, or a little cringe. sleeper, but sooner or later, you dance with the Reaper. Yeah, I always. That's one I of was my cringed. favorite fucking parts of the movie. That even when I was like hilarious. six, I cringed. And he spins the, the scythe around and then that somebody was cool. hands him a fucking stand-up bass. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't know how you could not like that part. Uh, I did like the God gave rock and roll to you right after that. Yeah, I like which a, is weird because Wild Stallions finally play. They're starting, and there's basically just a bunch of like kind of guitar riffs, and then like a minute of the song, they just cut in with God gave rock and roll to you. Yeah. So you never really out of two movies, you don't even hear one <laughs> fucking song from Wild Stallions. Well, they played the. Uh, you're supposed to think that they they wrote and recorded that. Uh, God gave rock and roll to you. That was not a Kiss song. It was a Wild Stallion song. 
So the re- okay, it so they're rewriting the history even before ninety one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when, did, was, when did because uh, it's not their voices. It, it overshadows no. their song. When their did, song didn't flow into it. When did that song come out for real? Like, was it written for the movie or did it come out earlier? I think it came out earlier. Did it? I, I don't know. know. I don't know that much about Kiss. No. God gave rock and roll to you. Yeah, I think it's a pretty solid song. I like the little montage of the newspaper clippings. Air guitar eliminates smog. <laughs> 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 and like what death. Death he, went solo. Yeah. And then he uh, And then he had a lip syncing uh, <laughs> uh they so rejoined the stallions and then they went and played on mars and then old missy is shacking up with what's his face anomalous anomalous <laughs> <laughs> moving on again missy divorces ted's dad and marries anomalous eventually oh. she marries bill we know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what the third that'll be the third be. one <laughs> um what else do you guys want to add we're gonna wrap it up here. Do these fall within our ratings, or do you not classify these, or do you classify them separate? Uh, the leftovers are sometimes kind of separate, but I right. would still classify these as eventually because I think they're still. I mean, yeah, they're not both or just one or two. I feel like you gotta yeah, almost watch the, both. Yeah, you gotta kind of watch both. I would say at least the first one, and still, yeah, the second one, just because, just watch both. Yeah. It's different enough. We're not traveling through time. They're traveling through. I would say. say the I would say dimension. You know, like I've been saying, I like the second one better, and I think it it stands by itself. Like if you haven't seen the first one, you can still watch the second one, get a lot out of it. Yeah, just because that's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on uh, how you feel about sneaky educational movies versus just like straight up comedies. Yeah. True. I, I do it's got a little a darker humor in the second one too. Yeah, I thought it was a really good mix, especially mm. the first one, more of the education. But yeah, it's just like, it's fun. It's kind of for you know, it, you can watch it with your kids. Although you know, you got three fags. Like you just gotta three, give the historical three, uh, context of, the of that word. <laughs> yeah, they get to explain that to them. Well, it's not like kids are gonna ask what it is unless they're old enough to know what it is, and then they get all preachy because they're you know post millennials or they don't <laughs> they don't know what it is and then they think that was a funny word that he called that guy i'm gonna bring that back to school <laughs> go watch this movie this weekend put that in my pocket save yeah. it for later <laughs> i guarantee you by the time kids are old enough to know what that word is uh they're already uh you know pc enough to to start preaching against it and hating you for exposing them to such hate speech or their ears bleed. <laughs> they bring it back into rotation. <laughs> either bring or. Bring it back. Either or. It is Trump's America. <laughs> Just switch it to signify only straight people. Straight. We need a we need a slur for straight people. Straighties. Normies. Uh, it's uh, since, uh, cisgender normative. <laughs> <laughs> Patriarch. We need to start making fun of these asshole straight people. These slags. The cis, cis normative patriarchal, uh, you know, whatever. There's already names for us. We just don't know them. Yeah, I don't know anybody. Far better either. descriptive ones. Squares. <laughs> we live in uh, two central, two two middle America, to hear the real hard uh, slurs against uh, straight white males. Poindexters. Hmm. You got some. 
That's not it, but you're, you're on the right track, I think. Poinies. <laughs> Poindexter's already an insult for nerds. Dexies. Nerd. PDs. PDs. What? <laughs> you have derailed. <laughs> Just kidding. We're too, we're too privileged to be insulted. Yep. By the way, have you checked it yet today? I, I'm glad I haven't, is what, what I... Uh, Wake up every morning and, and thank God for my white privilege. <laughs> As well you should. Now, back to <laughs> get that taken care of. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, we're, hey, we're getting too political. Don't say the Lord's name in vain, dude. That's, that's crossing the line. That's Everything else, that's fine. <laughs> well, you know, you know what God did, right? Get God, <laughs> gave rock and roll to us. <laughs> he gave rock and roll to everybody. <laughs> He didn't care who you were from the future, from the past, <laughs> Denomalos, Missy. He just gave it to you. Yep. Hard. Hard. <laughs> Do you remember what their speech was? I don't even remember what their fucking speech was. Been through time, been through. Or they talk oh, about excellent like, adventure and a bogus journey. Like, we've been, uh, we've been to the past, we've been to the future, we've been all over the afterlife. But we found out that the best time to be is now, and the best place to be is here. And then they just like, be excellent to each other or something. I, I wish she would have just... Party on, dude. Send Dimas High School Football Rules. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then it's credits. Credits come after that, don't they? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> with the Reaper rap, with, which is the sound clips from the movie. Yep. So, yeah, go out and see Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey, and you'll have an excellent adventure and a journey that is also bogus. Oh, bogus. Bogus, dude. And it, it is non-heinous. See, I only said non, 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 non-heinous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That also works. <laughs> Do the math, people. I actually thought he said that more often than the one time he did. So did I. I thought he said it six times the first time, and then I rewatched it. And I was like, "Oh, it's four. no!" I th- I thought he used that phrase multiple times oh. in the movie. Like I thought he used it both positively and negatively, depending on how many nons he put in front of it. <laughs> I must have just made that up. All right. Well, this episode's over two hours, so fuck. I'm gonna stop it. <laughs> they call that the Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> Now let's get into the Mandela effect. <laughs> In my reality, he said it three times. <laughs> well, that's too much. Reach out to us on Twitter, guys. Follow us at Watch This Underscore Movie. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and or Stitcher. Check out our website, WTMWatchThisMovie.com. Blog, analysis, all of our episodes, <laughs> ratings, it's all there blog <laughs> check it out it's basically you need to say jones's blog because he he runs that blog it's jones's america <laughs> <laughs> anything else you want to add brett hey brett what the hell's the website looking <laughs> <laughs> which which website is it <laughs> we're talking about wtm watch this movie dot comer info wars is that what you're talking about <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I don't want to be associated with that. So, <laughs> sorry, Alex. You gotta, you gotta go. Yeah, we do have the Alex Jones. That's the problem. People type in Alex Jones and they're just like, "Ooh, Infowars. This must have a. Oh, there's a pod. They have a podcast. So why wouldn't I listen to it? This must be the one." <laughs> you're, you're a lot more uh, chill in person. <laughs> you're just as big, though. That super male vitality is really working for you. <laughs> Your head is smaller in person, too. I, I thought it would be bigger. <laughs> and you've gotten more hair. Not as hard of a comb over in person, either. <laughs> I, I, uh, my condolences on your your breakup with the wife. Well. Hope you uh, get to see your kids again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. You guys didn't hear about that? I heard about it. I just got it. But I heard that they had actually been divorced for a while and that he actually has sole custody and she's suing for the right of joint custody because of, look at him on his show. He's a crazy lunatic. And then that's when his lawyer said, no, that's just a character. His character he plays. And then it's like, ooh. That that was Hulk Hogan's (laughs) defense. Is uh, Hulk Hogan. What, on the sex video? Yeah. Because he would he go was on, in character. <laughs> he, he went on radio shows. And I never heard of his character in the ring use that type of language. Well, they claimed that uh, they could uh, release the video because he went on like radio shows and talked about his dick and stuff. And then he says, I talked about my dick in character as Hulk Hogan. And the tape is of Terry Bollea. And so there is <laughs> a private video. And then uh, he put he put Gawker out of business. <laughs> he did do that. <laughs> Good I, on him. I think he got 35 mil out of the 150 mil that he was supposed to get. Well, good for him. They shouldn't be releasing sex videos, even if they're racist. <laughs> <laughs> that was They released it a, like a year or two before the racist part came out. Oh, yeah, I guess I'm I don't, I don't know, one, I guess, that much I'd about I'd rather it. not revisit it. I thought it was just one. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they, they released a transcript uh, later of what was allegedly said oh. on other parts of the video. Mm. So you can wear your Hulkamania shirt once again. Hulk rules. <laughs> it says Hulk rules. <laughs> we should go to pasta mania. You need to end this <laughs> podcast with I'm a real American. Fight <laughs> for your rights, American. <laughs> yeah, but I want uh, always sunny for singing it. Right. <laughs> All right, we'll check you later, <laughs> brother. All right, check you later. Bye. Wait, man, why are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking about? Check you later. Check you later. Hey, man, you're off my case.